You are listening to SNA Live, a podcast like no other. What's good, Cigar fam, and welcome to SNA Live, the podcast not just about cigars and cigar lounges, but life in general. Because you've been smoking cigars with your peoples in a nice-ass lounge and only talking about cigars, you've missed the whole motherfucking point. We're recording as usual from Smoking Ashes Cigars and Haberdashery, the newest, hottest cigar lounge in the Northeast. With me, as always, are my partners, Malik and Ryan. Say what's up to the people. What's going on? What's poppin', people? This is episode number five, entitled Smoke and Mirrors. I just want to break down real quick what the title means. So essentially, today we're talking about the entertainment industry. And we're not trying to bash the entertainment industry. It's just more so about the fact that what you're seeing on screen isn't real. They do a lot of little manipulations, a lot of angles, a lot of different little things to make things look and appear the way it's truly not. So today's topics under that particular subject are celebrity obsession in this country, the magic of the silver screen, social media fame, how music videos influenced the look of fake success, and last but definitely not least, the porn industry and how it creates unrealistic expectations and if and how it affects relationships. Now, with that being said, cut your stick, light them up, and let's get it popping. Welcome to SNLA Live, a podcast like no other. Featuring three the hard way. You want it, you got it. Yes, yes. Welcome to episode five. That's right, we still here. Right now is the perfect time to get your food, get your drink, get your stick, and let's rock. Welcome to SNA Live, episode number five, Smoke and Mirrors. So, as usual, before we get into today's topics, we're going to discuss what we're smoking and what we're drinking for today. So, Rob, I'm going to let you jump it off. Tell the people what you're smoking on. Uh, today, I, uh, again, I like to try to stick with what I know and who I know. So, this is our platform, and we kind of do whatever the hell we want. So That's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I did was, uh, this time I went with... Um, Billy and Gus's creation with AJ Fernandez and went with oh, the Viva La Vida. That's a good one. That's at the Torpedo. One. Big shout out to Billy and Gus. Uh, this stick, I mean, they hit they hit the head, they hit the nail on the head with this one. To Nicaraguan Puro, AJ did a great job putting this together. Uh, they carry multiple sizes. Uh, the, the construction with this thing is amazing. I will say this too, for a, a, a cigar that the leaf is so veiny, it doesn't like break down on its construction as you smoke some gotcha. cigars that have bigger veins on them yeah. you can see like the cigar sometimes can't handle it so they, it's well put together it's well constructed the flavor on it is crazy oh, yeah. so again one of my favorites and shout out to billy and gus great job with no this doubt, no doubt. great job with this so, La Vida. i mean I, and if you remember you know for the people that you know frequent smoking ashes cigars and haberdashery we had a viva La Vida event here and everybody was feeling those cigars. As a matter of fact, if I remember correctly, 
like we emptied out like a box. We sold out. No, yeah. no, 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 no. They sold out the whole table. The whole table. There you go. They sold out. I believe. um Six out of the eight or nine boxes that were up sold out completely. Yeah. It was insane. It's a great cigar, man. Great that cigar. just speaks to the level of quality of the Viva La Vida yeah. cigar. So, again, big shout out Billy and Gus, man. But that's what I'm smoking on. Malik, what are you smoking on? So, I'm doing inter- uh, inter- interesting pairing today because I have the Mumbacho Diplomatico. Oh, my God. Okay. That's a great stick. Right so, this there. is my first time smoking this. So I don't I, I don't have any reviews as of yet. I will let you know throughout the show. But just to give a little history on the Mumbacho uh, factory, uh, I'm not sure if you know this. They, I believe, one of the only factories in Nicaragua that's um, not located in Esteli. Okay, yeah, they, they're off premise. They're okay. off premise. So they're in, they uh, in uh, Granada, which is actually near the coast. Okay. So a lot of that tobacco, you get that volcanic, uh, you know, taste in it, just because they're right by the water and you know, lands. Um, actually, the soil is more fertile over there? More fertile. Um, Nicaragua, obviously, uh, you know, if you know it, they've actually, they're known for their surfing. So that's yeah. a big, so yeah. Granada is where everyone goes to. Yeah. Mm. Granada is where everyone goes to to surf. But um, as far as the cigar, it's a medium. Definitely just uh, lighting, I can tell, is definitely a medium. It hasn't gone past the medium mark yet. Um, it has an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, um, Nicaraguan binder, and actually three different Nicaraguan fillers uh, from three different regions in Nicaragua. Yeah, they, I believe that one has has Jalapa in it as yeah, well. Yeah, Jalapa, Esteli, and uh, Condega. Yeah, that's a great smoke. That's so, a great smoke. I will let you guys know, but so far it's definitely lighting really well. And, nice, uh, nice. So, Conway, what, what are you smoking, bro? So, as you know, when I gravitate towards a particular cigar that I like, I'll, I'll tend to stick with it for like a nice little stretch and then not smoke anything else for like a good two weeks. <laughs> So I had to put this one down after those two weeks that I was just enjoying it and loving it. But I, I circled back around to it for tonight because I realized, I'm like, you know what? I love this cigar so much, but I never, I haven't smoked it yet during our podcast. So I want to give yeah. Oscar a shout out with the Superfly. One of our top sellers here. I was just about yeah. to do the shameless yeah. plug. Yes. Yeah. This Grand Habano, is that what it is? Or Grand Toro? What is it? Grand Toro. Grand Toro. Grand Toro. Yeah. This bad boy, I can't tell you, we can't keep these things on the shelves here. Yeah, man. We just can't. They fly off the shelves. Hence, Superfly. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was such a dad joke right there. <laughs> and I don't even have any kids. <laughs> Real talk. That's funny though. But that's so that's a good that's a definitely a good cigar. No, it's an amazing cigar. So here's the thing about this though. Like I loved it so much that when people would ask me, people would come, you know, to this to the cigar lounge and say, you know, what do you suggest? I would suggest this cigar and I think inadvertently, I wasn't even trying to hype it up. I just think I spoke so passionately about it because of my mm-hmm. actual genuine love for the cigar. Yeah, you enjoyed it. Exactly. So we gave you gave a real testimony. So the people would be like, oh, okay. Like their face would light up like yeah. almost excited, mm-hmm. as exactly. excited as I was. Like, oh, I want to try that shit. Yeah, yeah. Now here's the thing though. My initial concern was I didn't want to hype it up to the point where people would smoke it and then come back and be like, yo, Conway, man, that shit was like... Yeah, it, it wasn't was all a, that, bro. It was right. She like, was all right. You hyped it up to make it look like I was, you know, <laughs> smoking that next thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it really, like, warmed my heart, you know, when people would come back and be like, yo, that Superfly? Yeah, let me get another one of those. Yeah. Now, I will say this, too. 
for the record, you're not a large gauge smoker. No, for the most part, I'm not. Yeah. So for you to enjoy that cigar, you know, and have that feedback for it, I mean, that's it just speaks for itself there. Yeah. And here's the thing with this. The presentation is so crazy because obviously remember we thought that shit was a gimmick. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Look at this. What is this? Crazy? Exactly. Now who the hell? Who did this? If you're an '80s baby and before, so I'm talking about '70s, '60s. Everybody knows the movie Superfly, mm-hmm. right? So it was a cool ass movie with a cool ass dude. And any child of the of the '70s and '80s or early '80s, you know, would see Superfly and be like, "Yo, that's a cool dude right there." Like. I, I kind of want to, you know, be like that dude because there wasn't too many smooth, cool black dudes on the screen yeah. back in the day. So when I first saw this cigar, I'm like, okay, you're trying to capitalize off that generation mm-hmm. and just slap. That's some what I thought right Superfly away. label on some bullshit cigar. Yeah. The box is hot too. The box is hot too. With Yo, the purple. Like, it's candy painted. Yeah. It's like a candy painted box. Yeah. Great when marketing. you open it up, it's velvet. Great I guess. Marketing. They went hard yeah, on that right, one. Yo, did. shout out to Oscar for yeah, that yeah, one, man. Definitely. Big shout out. Big Damn. shout out. So, but we did that. We thought it was a gimmick. Mm-hmm. No, but, but here's the thing, though. We said to ourselves, though, like, yeah, these guys either put a shit ton of money in marketing oh, just yeah. to save, like, a bad yeah, cigar, exactly. but it's really good. No, but you would think the way they went so hard with the with the marketing and the presentation, you would think they were just trying to dress up a you know a pig. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's what I was pig. saying. That's yeah, what I remember yeah, for. Like, like, they just put all this money into the marketing. Yeah. Just to hide something yeah, exactly. that was subpar. Like something must be up. Yeah, it's a trick. Yeah, yeah, but that just shows like how I guess jaded we are to a certain extent <laughs> to be like, oh, nah, if it seems to be too good, yeah, nah, this must yeah. be some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hustle it's a hustler. True. You know what I'm saying? True. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, amazing cigar, amazing cigar, and what we have to drink today. That's what I'm excited about. Because <laughs> I know you a rum guy, I believe. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, give, give a little shout to the camera. Pick up that bottle. Oh, no, show them what we're drinking. Diplomatico, which yes. is a rum out of Venezuela. Mm-hmm. And I know Venezuela is a country that doesn't necessarily get uh, touted for its rum or yeah. even known for its rum. Yeah. And I'm not even going to front. Until about maybe five, six years ago. You didn't either, right? Not at all. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. brand. You know, didn't know Venezuela made a rum. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of makes sense. It, it's, it's a country that... Uh, borders the the Caribbean Sea, so they I guess share, like, and they share the, the exactly mm-hmm. the geography. Of yeah, birds. exactly. It's the same space. Exactly. Like a matter of fact, it's a stone's throw away when you really think about it. From like places like Trinidad, Grenada, Barbados, like those Caribbean countries yeah. are not too far off the coast of Venezuela. No, they're not. They're so not. When you think about it, it's like okay, it's not crazy. Mm-hmm. But when I if I walked up to anybody on the street and was like, okay, the subject of rum. Name me a country when you think of rum. Venezuela would not come up. No, not at all. No, like unless you know about the rum specifically. Yeah, it would definitely not come up. Oh, you're from Venezuela because you're gonna say that right away. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so what I'm curious about, Malik, is how the cigar that you're smoking is gonna pair with the actual, the actual rum. I can taste it already. So obviously, if you're listening and you can see. I said I'm smoking the uh, Mombacho. They actually made this cigar, the Diplomatical Mombacho, to actually pair with this this rum. So it was interesting when I first heard that. And so far, it's, I'm getting a good taste here. It's a good it's, stick. It's a it's a good stick. Um, it's definitely it's definitely um, you know blending with the with the liquor very well. Um, yeah. Not for anything, they make a 
a really good cigar as well too. No, Mumbacho is asleep. Anybody out there who hasn't tried the Mumbacho, definitely. I'm not definitely let down by any one of them. No, I haven't been no. let down by any. So I had the Legal Maestro so far. That's, That's my favorite fire. one. Fire. That's my favorite one. Actually. And I had the Tierra Volcan. The yeah, Tierra yeah. Volcan. And then the yeah. Casa my favorite Favili. is the Casa Favili. Yo, that little mm-hmm. torpedo. That's a good song. There's some taste to yeah. that one, man. That one's fire, man. So that last one you just mentioned. I don't think I've definitely not tried it. I don't think I've seen it here. Well, it's, it's right next to it. Yeah. It's a smaller one. I saw the Legal Maestro up there. I saw it's, the Diplomatico one. I saw the... It's Diplomatico, Legal Maestro, Casa Favili, and then the Tierra Volcan. Mm-hmm. Tierra Volcan is all the way to the left. left. And by the right. way, yeah. you can find these beautiful array of cigars <laughs> available for sale here at Smoke and Ashes at 200 Warwave and Drive, Teaneck, New Jersey. But, yes, yeah. Tierra Volcan's on the left. Yeah, mm-hmm. so going from left to right, it's, it, the, it's the Tierra next. Volcan, yeah. and there's the one right after that. Okay, I gotta, I gotta be it. The league yeah. is my favorite, but this the league is, is good cool. so far. This is definitely good so far. Shout out to Adrian. Yes, Adrian, thank you. He gave me the history, actually, on the Mombacho factors. Yeah, so thank shout, you. Okay. shout yeah, out to yeah, Adrian. Yeah. So, when I, when I had initially spoken to Adrian, you know, not every cigar rep is gonna have, you know, that expansive knowledge of the industry. No, they just come in, throw down the cigars, and be like, "Yeah, this is a good one. This is a medium exactly, bulk. This exactly. is the wrapper, right? There you go." And he immediately separated himself just oh, yeah. by. And, and when I say brief conversation, I don't think we talked longer than like twenty minutes or so. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah, you like could tell that there's a different. There's, he has yeah. a different personality, yeah. character, yeah. and his approach is different. Definitely gives you the whole history. Tells you about the. Oh, this blender actually came from Davidoff. That's not the master blender from Bacho oh. came from. Oh, it says a lot right there. Okay. Okay. It says a lot, man. So how did they poach him? Like, cause you know what I'm saying, like, because that's that's a big, that's I mean, a big get. Once you, once you get big, I mean, a lot of these, these guys in the industry, they go off and do their own thing. I think they want, yeah, they want to be able to. They want to be like in more control. Yeah, they like, want to like, be in more like control. Like Belichick and Brady right now, like who is more important to who? <laughs> so you know, I want to be able to leave here yeah. and go do another joint with somebody else and show you that I'm still hot. You know what I mean? I'm that dude. Mm-hmm. So by the way, the answer to your question is Belichick because coach can be your coach for like 30 Absolutely. 35 years yeah. and despite Brady like defying the odds and being around for way way too long especially for you Rod being a, a Jets fan and <laughs> being in the AFC East all that long poor Jets poor Jets <laughs> I know he be- that's my life right there being yeah. a Jets fan I, I know he like lasted way too long for you because every time people was like oh you know this is probably going to be his last year and he's falling off this and another he would just win another chip and it was just like it's been twenty years. Yeah, you yeah. understand that? Yeah, twenty years. Well, he's gone, you guys. And now he's finally gone. And I could roof roof for him now. And then they replaced him with a former MVP. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think I, I can't. It's not gonna work the same there. And and I'll make a I'll make a prediction right now for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm curious um, about this one. Go ahead. Watch for the first time in your life, Tom Brady get a chance to play like Brett Favre. Yeah. And watch him take shots. And do things that he's never done before in New England. I can see that. Tom Brady used to strike at perfect times in New England because they're, they're off. He knew it like the back of his hand mm-hmm. for one, and they knew their play calling. They they all knew what they were doing. They've been together for so many years. Yeah, yeah. But now Brady's never had an arsenal of toys like this. He hasn't. But the thing to watch out for is now it's not as strict and structured an offense. Is he gonna mentally see it and not physically be able to keep up with it? Because he's not like he's not the most not mobile he, guy. Exactly, he didn't leave. That's why New I said he's gonna like thirty-two years no, old. No, you're right. 
Yeah, so that motherfucker is what now? 43? One, two. He's 42. Definitely 42, 43. Okay. He's up yeah. there, though. Yeah. But for true, football. For, yeah, Not for without life. a doubt. Yeah. No, no, no. But real talk, though. Like, you're going to see a version of him that you've never seen before. He's going to play more like Brett Favre did. This He's going to get rid of the ball, throw the shit. He Gunsling. is not. Gunsling. Yes. He's going to. He's going to play a different game. So that means if he's playing like Brett Favre, lead the league in interceptions should be. Depending what year you want to talk, you know, because yeah, no there, there was the years that far. That, I'll give you that one year that he played with Minnesota, where yeah, he was wasn't like, like that. No, it wasn't I mean? up until it was. When yeah, he that last interception. Well, because like, again, uh, you force a guy into a position where the pressure's on. They're gonna revert back to old. I, I get it. I, I actually personally loved watching Far. No, play. without a doubt. Yeah. I just couldn't. I just thought I, he was a little overrated. Mm. That's a tough. That's, one. that's another. That's a topic for another day. We gotta talk yes. about. You know what? We just. Another topic. There we go. Most overrated uh, athletes yeah, there we of, go. of our time. He's definitely my top five. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of topics, we're going to take a break real quick. And on the other side, we're going to get into topic number one, celebrity obsession in this country. Really, bro? Back to SNA Live, episode number five, Smoke and Mirrors. And before we get into topic number one, we just off the air had a, a whole argument slash conversation <laughs> about they didn't top, like my Brett Favre uh, comment. Top Sorry. seven quarterbacks, but we're gonna we're definitely going to have a whole episode dedicated to that because just by the little conversation we had over the break, I could tell we could definitely go hours on that one yeah, yeah sure. and not just football we'll talk basketball sports, we'll talk sports. basketball uh, boxing we're, we'll talk we're we'll talk baseball junkies, yeah. we are sports, we're junkies. sports junkies we could talk tennis yeah exactly I definitely <laughs> talk you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. so yeah we're definitely sports junkies so, so that's so, gotta be coming so on to the topic number one celebrity obsession in this country and the reason I say in this country is because we live here in America I've traveled abroad a couple of times, but I've never lived anyplace else other than this country. So I'm looking at it from the perspective, and we all are, from the perspective of Americans. So I don't know if England has the same obsession with celebrities that we do. I don't know if Australia does. I, I believe they do. I believe celebrity goes worldwide. That's why some of these people have so many followers. I, I get that, but I don't, to the level, like, just look at some of the things we do. Like, we kind of invented and made, um, like, notorious, like, the reality show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Facts. Like, it's yeah. kind of like, you know, we, we take it to that, that nth degree. Because, I mean, we have L.A., we have Hollywood. I mean, that's the epicenter of, like, putting on a show. You know, other than theater, which is New York and Broadway, and maybe you can argue London. But for the most part, we're talking TV, we're talking movies. We're talking LA, we're talking Hollywood, we're talking America. Yeah, we are. So, you know, 
going back to like our, like I said, our perspective, it's just celebrity obsession in in this country. And I want to just start it off by mentioning and, and, and saying, I guess the most notorious of the notorious people in terms of celebrities, the Kardashians. Now, the reason I bring them up first is because they're so polarizing. They are, um, you know, people have you know, very it. it, it it has it evokes a visceral reaction from from most people. So I know you guys probably didn't have this written down earlier in preparation, but I purposely just brought this up just to kind of get your initial reaction into not necessarily as as people, but more so just the 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 celebrity effect surrounding them. I mean, I can speak from my point of view. Um, when it comes to the whole celebrity thing and, like you said, reality shows, I get it. I understand why people have this obsession for people who are on TV and who supposedly are these multi-millionaires and live this great life. Um, so the the that side of you know being in the entertainment business for for a short period of time, but definitely growing up around it, I get it. And I can't. I, and my first thought is, I'm not gonna knock your house. So do what you can do. Do what you do. You know what I mean? I mean, what did Kim Kardashian become famous for? Sex tape. Uh, sex tape exactly so what's really her talent maybe marketing but that's really her mom at the end of the day so what's really her talent but she i think she just hit the billionaire mark recently mom is pent by the way so her it's mom like is I, definitely I will never knock anybody this is america you know everybody has whatever you whatever you do as long as you're not killing anybody or breaking any go laws, get your money get your money you know what i mean so i can't knock a husband at the same time now is being a 41 year old man with you know with two kids especially a daughter and especially a daughter it, it definitely sets the wrong you know you know uh you know it's, it's not it's not a good role model again everybody doesn't have to be a role model but what are you telling little girls you know how are you how are you giving them um educating them by telling them you know what just be pretty and you know get a fake butt and you know get some fake things so and you can I, make some money i, I get that like, i do really? get it but like, i'm gonna be women real women can do so much more than just just based off of their looks or totally a, or agree. sex tape you know what i mean totally so agree. again that the parent in me makes me feel some kind of way but again at the end, at the end of the day i can't knock your hustle get but your the money. parent though is supposed to be the deciding factor of defining the difference to the kids. Definitely, definitely. You understand? Like, yeah. real talk, like, celebrities are not supposed to raise your kids. No, man. They're supposed to go out and be as controversial as possible to draw more attention to themselves. Mm. So I'm going to play a little devil's advocate there. You know, I, I get it. It's mm. 110% right. And I'm a father, too. I'm a father of three. You know, my daughter's going to be 18. She's my eldest. And, you know, she's... We would have conversations and explain the differences right away of what's real and what's fake. Mm. You know, as long as I feel that you go through that from young with them and start showing them the difference, because you're not going to be there for them all the time. No, of course not. Yeah. Or, yeah. or you could, I mean, look, once again, I don't have any kids yet, but just watching What's, you two yeah. men as you know, great fathers that are there for your children, all you can do is, is plant seeds and hopefully when they go out into the world. The voice is in their heads. Exactly. Yeah, yeah no. That's all 100%. you can do as a parent, man. That's all but you I mean, do. on that topic, though, yeah. yes, there's a huge obsession in the world. We're talking about this country, but the world in general with social media. Yeah, yeah. The top twenty or twenty-five like biggest celebrities on social media—they're like the biggest in the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there's also another stream of people that I have no idea about. So, for instance, like my kids will come in and say, "Oh, do you know this YouTuber X Jamer Y 7 I'm like, oh, yeah. "No." <laughs> and they're like, "How don't you know him?" Yeah. 
he's got like a hundred million followers. Yeah. It's like um, never heard of him in my life. See, and, and that's that's another thing I wanted to bring up under this particular topic: the goal to be famous, as opposed to like people are so obsessed with celebrities now. I feel like it's worse than ever because now, see, back in the day, with the addition of something, though. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, but back in the day, you had somebody like um, Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes was a huge celebrity. If you don't know who Howard Hughes is, you better get your Google on, like Fab said. And Amelia Earhart, yeah. or or even Humphrey Bogart or Jimmy Cagney. Like there was people that actually, you know, were on the screen. But uh, Thomas Edison, you know what I'm saying? Like, these were celebrities of their time, but they were celebrities of their time because they were great at what they did. Whatever vocation whatever trade whatever yes what, what their job was they were exceeding at that particular craft and that's what made them famous and once again this is not me trying to bash the kardashians because to be honest i think the kardashians are a great tool to kind of it's almost like a mirror because the kardashians are only the kardashians because of us the kardashians didn't do anything Specific to that, were they, they were great at to become famous. They're more a reflection of us as a country, or us as a people, I should say, just in general of this of this world. So it's not when people hate on the Kardashians, I'm like yo, it, it's not like don't hate on them. Like they yeah. they, they haven't done anything. Mm -hmm. Like they're famous because of us. So if you really want to like be honey mad, boo boo, yeah, exactly. If you want to be mad at somebody, be mad at the American public for no, making them true. famous in the first place. Yeah. But anyway, my my point was though is that you have kids now and that's where like i get frustrated because you have kids now saying i want to be famous and i'm like what does oh, that mean really? you don't get a paycheck for being famous yeah. you can't put food on the table for being famous there's a lot of broke famous people mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying listen there's a lot is it, the number is staggering there are more broke famous people than they are rich ones yeah that's in music entertainment and everything but the thing I will say that changes the difference from the names that you mentioned before. You said Amelia Earhart, you said Humphrey Bogart, you said Thomas Edison. Edison yeah. The only way for you to be famous back in the day was to be the best at something to get recognized. Yeah, because yeah, the media was correct. Now it's different. Yeah. Today, you forget that most people hand their child a $1,200 device that records yeah. mm -hmm. and takes pictures and yeah. does editing and things that people couldn't have done before. It's exposure. So they're doing so much more now because they have the capabilities to. Yeah. And when they see these things on YouTube or, you know, whatever it is, these video, whatever it is, they know that they could simulate the same thing themselves now. Whereas 15 years ago, 10 years ago, you couldn't. Here's a perfect example of how you were saying, you know, be good at something. You ever heard about the little kid, uh, what's his name? Um, Ryan. He, he does toy reviews. The dude makes seven, yes. eight. Yes. Oh, yes. That was his yes. parents yeah. being a business mind and say, this kid loves toys. We give him toys. Just film him. Let's just film him. And they turn it into a multi-million dollar yeah. business. Now, that's different, though. You know, there's, uh, there's exceptions to this. Yeah, you know, yeah to definitely. The kid, you know, yeah, definitely is. With, with, with that situation though, with that particular example, I will say this: if he had a different type of personality and reviewed those same toys, mm -hmm. he wouldn't have been as famous or as popular. Like there's something I will say this: there's something to having an it factor where the camera just loves you. Yeah, that's you true. know what I'm saying. And he's personable enough and articulate enough to. You know, have people gravitate towards mm -hmm. his personality. So he's reviewing these toys, and kids 
are like, this kid is cool. I, I take his opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I take his opinion and I'm going to, you know, So I never value seen that. Is he just genuine? Is this a natural run? Just There's a no nat- script. Just no scripting. So, He's in his house. His parents are recording him. So that's what it is. He has though. his that's family the around right him. It's, just, it's the most relatable. Yeah. yeah. Like, I relate mm-hmm. exactly to what you're saying and how you're saying it. Like, exactly. so that's why I get you. Yeah. This yeah. opportunity that these kids have today, again, to film and, and create and their minds they're, they see the celebrities that are out there at least I think mm. almost as competition already at a young age yeah no definitely it's like I'm gonna be famous I'm gonna be better than you I'm gonna be be better than the best gamer guy out there and, and my only concern with that is okay cool but alright so the, the, the people I mentioned before right I understand specifically, your point. specifically Edison and Earhart if all of a sudden, you know, uh, reality shows aren't in anymore, or whatever, however you got famous isn't in anymore. You know what the saddest thing is? When you see these people on MTV Real World, and like, they're like 40 years old now, and like it's the real world. They world brought him back, yeah, they, they brought him back. And they keep bringing him back, and I think they, they signed up for it because it's like, I was famous for being on the real world 15 years ago, but I don't do anything. So now I'm famous for being famous on a show, and if that show goes away, I have nothing to fall back on. Thomas Edison, Amelia Earhart, people like that. Tom, you know, Thomas Edison was an inventor. He yeah, had, he has yeah. like, I think he had like hundreds of patents or something like that. Yeah. Stole Earhart. a lot of them, but well, you know. yeah, yeah, that's that's, all, that's another thing we can get into. I'm just being that's, real. No, 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 no. That's a whole other topic <laughs> for another day because I want to go in with that. How well. Like I said, another topic. My man Nikolai got done dirty. Yeah, yeah, Nikola Tesla. Once again, if you don't know, better get your Google on. So, you have a situation where he can always fall back on his mind and his uh, skill at inventing things. Or his, I get it. You know, Amelia Earhart was a pilot. That's always going to be something that's needed in life. Of course. You know, but the, an actual the, life skill. Exactly, exactly. But the celebrity obsession is so crazy in this country which is why i said once again this country it led to number 45. oh yeah what Because I, I, I was just about to say it's reality shows where did 45 become exactly big? i mean as new yorkers we knew who he new yorkers, was we knew who he was outside of that yeah. they know him from apprentice you know so, that crazy guy that was saying you're fired so here's the thing so i don't know if you've seen it on netflix but they did at least a couple of different documentaries on number 45 and they were saying they were interviewing the producers of uh, the apprentice and the producers were like okay well we saw his real office and we're like they were like yo this is not what people are going to imagine when they think oh this rich billionaire guy we got to spruce it up some so they had like this whole fake set where they had like the big you know big backed leather chair uh-huh. with the boardroom and the, 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 yeah. the long ass table yeah. and like the plush uh like velvet door like mm-hmm. it was just it was a crazy setup and everything was gold and whatnot and little dictator yeah Yeah. i was just about i was a dictator yeah Yeah. and and the producers of the show were like so like shocked at like how many people just thought that was like this is his real office this is what really goes on because people's perception of it was a particular type of thing Mm -hmm. and now they're like oh well this is what rich people are like and this is what we want to gravitate to be but once again it's all smoke and mirrors it was it was all bullshit. He's good for that though. No, but he's great for that. Like I mean, if you really look at his he's, entire he's, approach, he's, he's the PT Barnum of our time. He really is. No, dead ass. Like yeah. aside from 
how the politics aside. Yeah, like, politics gotta, aside. Got to respect his game. His, Marketing genius, bro. This dude had nothing, literally, and was nothing, and turned it into everything. Yeah. yeah. Now I didn't mean he didn't come from money. Let's get the. There's no oh, way yeah, to no, it. No, 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 no. I didn't mean that. What I just meant was he was a full of shit person that made full of shit promises and then just made the best, you know, for himself out of all his opportunities. Can't that's America. He is the epitome of what America is, and that's why forty-five is your president. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, staying on the reality, but let's just go back to even just the reality shows. Period. Now you have all these. Re- you were saying specifically here in, in the states. Yeah, you got all these uh, America's top, top talent. All they're all in all over the globe now because that's- these other countries are seeing. You know, they took on our mantra of oh wow, you can make these people stars and. As a corporation, they can make money off of this. It's more opportunities it's more to make opportunities more dollars for everybody. More so it's, it's all over the world now. Man. No, it is. But I mean, now to bring it to bring it home in terms of our people, mm-hmm. what I especially don't mm-hmm. like. Ugh. So I'm not going to name any names because I, I try to never you know, bash our people or whatever. But some of these reality shows that portray us as a people, and then it's like to to continue the being in the limelight continue being the quote-unquote celebrity like the, the degradation yeah, that have, you see on so many doing, shows they just have them doing stupid shit yeah, just, like just, just to get get ratings man and it's making us look it's you know, bad as a people. so i won't name no shows but i will shout out and call on put on blast vh1 oh yeah like see. they're the prime stop it like criminals of just portraying us in a crazy they've ass always life. done that though no it's, it's been a minute it's yeah. been and um, and I'm, I'm, I'm Malik, I know you don't particularly, you know, rock with this dude like this, and I mentioned it before. But Dame, I don't know if you follow him on, on, on Instagram. But he's, with Dame. he's been talking about this of like how, you know, they portray us and edit stuff to make us look crazy or whatever. Now, granted, you're the one that puts yourself on a reality show, so at the end of the day, yeah, you signed up for it. Yeah, you're a grown exactly. man, grown woman, or whatever, and you decide to do that, and you already know how they're gonna, you know, try to play us mm-hmm. on TV anyway. So. Ultimately, it's, it's your decision whether or not to be on there, but the continued exploitation of us on these shows is, 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 is fucking crazy. It's really crazy, but it just goes back to just people's desire or yearn to, to want to yeah, be in that, out. in that limelight. Yeah, but I'm on some biggie shit, man. Give me the money, fuck the fame. Yeah, exactly. So, again, you know what's funny? It's because of the era we grew up in. So we, saw, we see things different. You know, like you said, I would rather bubble quietly. Like, I'd rather bubble hard, rather, and yeah. not be in the limelight at all. Yeah. You know? All day. Make all your day. bank, and you don't even have to know me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I could still walk in here every day and just open the shop up and do some cigars. Yeah. Not even yeah. know that the bank account is crazy. Real talk, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that makes me content. That's why, like, I never got it with dudes that glorified John Gotti. John Gotti was the worst mobster ever. <laughs> he was loud as fuck. He was totally against what, what, what you're like, supposed to be as a mobster. Like, it's supposed to be on the low. He was a movie star. This gangster dude was wearing like shiny suits yeah. and like being on the block and like being on the fucking cover. And the, 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 the he was a celebrity. Yeah. He was a celebrity and gangster. And he loved it. And I'm I think like, dude. This is probably the first guy you could put that tag on. Like yeah. a celebrity gangster. Yeah. It had That's to be John talk. Gotti. Yeah. yeah. And he brought down the fucking mafia because he just was wanted to be that superstar. <laughs> you want somebody to Google? Carlo Gambino. Oh, okay. He yeah. was on yes. the low. Never yes. saw him. Yeah. Yeah. On Never saw the him. low. Never like, did. Like just real humble and was caking off. Most of those guys, those from most of those families, they 
the guy who made the money was the one who was quiet. Mm -hmm. Like they said, uh, that's the quote, the loudest person in the room is the weakest, weakest person in the room. Yeah. And I, I even switched that really quick from gangsters to like, not saying these guys weren't, you know, part of shit, but like, let's look at Wu-Tang. Mm. Who was the most quietest guy out of the group? Probably and not even just a rapper. I'm talking about the quietest person that was a part of their group. Oh, the brother, his brother, his power, brother power. power. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And where is he today compared to? Yeah, yeah. Doing yeah. interviews on yachts and shit. You feel me? So again, like, you know, he just shows you though. You know, the quiet guy is the guy who's doing the yeah. thing the right way. Yeah, that's why. I mean, the only reason we're doing this, I know it seems hypocritical. We on doing a podcast on video, but we're trying to promote our place and drop a little knowledge at the same time. Exactly. But with that being said, take a little break on the other side, next topic. Smoke and ashes, cigars and haberdashery. 200 Wall Raven Drive, Teaneck, New Jersey. Come by and sample some of the best boutique cigars that we have to offer. We have a taste for every palate out there and our trained staff to help you in any way possible to guide you in the right direction for the ultimate experience come down and celebrate with us on our tailgate fridays also follow us on our ig smoke.n.ashes and both at twitter and on facebook at smoking ashes cl we look forward to seeing you and we all about that smoke Back to SNA Live, episode number five, Smoke and Mirrors. So we were just talking about celebrity obsession in this country, and one thing was touched upon briefly during the segment, kind of touched upon what we're about to talk about right now, and that was social media and this the, the power of celebrity on social media and people, not just famous actors or athletes or singers on social media, but people who are just famous on social media. Yeah. So I want to talk about specifically Instagram because granted, I know YouTube uh, has superstars, quote unquote, or celebrities. On oh, they definitely are. Obviously, I mean, Facebook, you know, was one of the first huge, you know, obviously MySpace kind of started. Yeah, MySpace was. But Facebook took it to another level. My, but, but MySpace was hard. It, it was back Because we day. got, you, we, were, you, we were from AOL Instant Messenger I, days. I get it, but. Just like, to MySpace. So MySpace yeah. was like, what is this? I can see everyone's profile and <laughs> his pictures. But and ask a 13-year-old what MySpace No, no, but, <laughs> but definitely, definitely. But we're yeah. just talking about progression of yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, the platforms. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Facebook took off from MySpace and Instagram took off from Facebook. So specifically, you know, Instagram and filters, the 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 staged pictures that people take, um, and just people seeing others on Instagram and saying to themselves, "Yo, that person's life seems so crazy, so amazing. like amazing. I want to be that person." I want my life to be like that, like that, mm -hmm. but not, not realizing they're just seeing either still images or very, very, very short videos. It's a snippet of a person's life. You know what's crazy? I, w I meant to put this on. Um, I wanted to put this on social media, but I, I just didn't want to be that guy. You know, like the get off my lawn, dude. But have you noticed recently, ever since the pandemic, all these rappers? They I'm gonna stick with the rappers because they do it more. Mm. All the guys, dudes with you know the money, uh, putting the, the money to their you know as a phone and saying how rich they are. That's been real quiet lately when they since they can't work anymore. 
Well, I mean, <laughs> you know what's funny? Wait, where's, where's all that money you so had, So to dog? be real with you. What's going on? You, you know not, where they make, no more? Because you know where they make their money. On shows, man. Tours and shows. Yeah. Outside of that, your, your streams, all that shit is different now. That's different, If man. you ain't on a Drake level of streams, yeah. you're not really getting banked. So that money it. is to keep your, your to sustain your lifestyle. But at the end of the day, all that flossing money, that was extra money. You can't do that now. So, you know. So, but that, I was just about to say. You should still be able to do that yeah, because exactly. if, if unless you saved you, your money, exactly. <laughs> and that means just but invested it well or or, or mm-hmm. did something smart with it. Yeah. Well, first of all, you shouldn't have that much cash anyway that's because just, that's just stupid. And how did how did cash that, can't do anything for you? Like, and how did that land uh, pop smoke? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's flossing yeah. and showing yeah. where you live yeah. at and big you know, RIP to him because yeah, uh, no, real talk. Definitely. I actually felt the young man. I thought he. I thought I liked he, him. he was. Uh, I liked him. A game changer for the music that's out to today. Uh, his, out today, his energy was just crazy. He was bro. like, and, and I didn't put him in those. Remember we were talking about the skinny jean rappers. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, he's, he's not a part he's, of he's it. He's not a part yeah. of that. But he even says that in one of his lines too, or even he, he says make a reference to you know just because I dance don't mean I won't I won't I won't bust you in your face. So, <laughs> yo, meaning meaning like I'm a dancing dude, but doesn't yeah. mean I ain't gonna fuck and you he up. He was a young dude. What was he? 21? 21. So 20, you yeah, you would think you would put him in that category, so but you to did. me personally, and, and don't take this the wrong way or out of context. Just try to take it for the statement I'm gonna say. Don't think of it in. A grand scheme, just think of it narrowly, yeah, and right away. Like, and so, what Pop Smoke did in this industry to me was he came in and his voice was like nothing that was out. It reminded me of when X came out, exactly. Yeah, I'm just being real. No, that's I'm not comparing Pop Smoke to DMX, but I'm talking about the feel. Yeah, no, I I wholeheartedly agree. Actually, his voice was just unique, man. So, that young man, if you guys don't know the story, he took a picture on Instagram with a bunch of money. Cash. He was out in LA. Yep. Yep. And he was, I think, if I remember the story, probably like either the address came out in the picture the or it came up as yeah, the tag. Yeah, the address no, came up the picture because they. The I picture, think, it was a geographical tag yeah, though. It, it tagged it, the it address. Tagged the address yeah, where he was that, at. Yeah. And, and it showed, because I think the, it was like a picture in the driveway or something. Yeah, the vehicle. Yes. showed the vehicle yeah. also. So then so, they showed the front yeah. of the house with the address and the deal tag and yeah, everything. Yeah, it was bad. So yeah. he ended up getting robbed and. He ended up dying during that lost, process. Lost so his life. again, though, that's real talk. I know you're 21. There's no reason why I need to show how much money I got. Yeah. You know, you know, it's a big Wait. guy doing that shit for it. Another one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a whole nother. That's a whole deep, deep rooted. He's a grown ass. That's man. a whole another deep rooted like, issue. Pop Smoke was 21 and of the era where yeah. you come up looking at dudes on Instagram. But, but what Pop Smoke was doing was exactly he was just replicating. What he saw other people doing, and that's the whole like showmanship of not even showmanship because that's, that's, I think that doesn't even put a negative spin on it like I really want to. Mm-hmm. It, it's just fronting. It's on, smoke and mirrors. It's but, not real. Yeah, it's not yeah, real. But, but it's really not but real. A rapper actually brought that up. I think he was trying to dick uh, this uh, Meek or one of these other, other older rappers, basically saying, you know, when they were again talking about what we talking about, why you, why do you need the floss? I think it was Blueface or whatever that dude's name is. He's basically saying, he's like, dude, if you're not flossing, that that's what it is. You have to market. Tatiana yourself. said that. Yeah, that yeah. Dude, yeah. You gotta. You post, that's what he you're supposed to that. do. You <laughs> have to have jewelry and have girls and cars. That's what makes you money. And I'm like, all right, I get it to an certain extent, but you know. If you're gonna die over it, is it, is it really worth but, it? But that, that's this is bigger than the dying too. It's just like, damn. Just and here's my thing though. This is it's not even so much if that's what you got to do to perpetuate a certain uh, persona, which in 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 turn gets you more money. That's cool. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is just though, like for people who are not in those situations, looking at them, yeah, just understand what you're looking at. Yeah. Like understand it's bullshit. That's that's all I'm basically smoking mirrors. Like yeah, exactly. Just understand what you're looking at is staged. Look what you're looking. Matter of fact, 
I remember um, somebody had like videoed. I want to say it was Jay Z, Ty Ty, and Kevin Hart <clears throat> at the front row of a NBA game. I can't remember what team it was playing, but they were taking pictures and posting it on Instagram. But they were it was like a selfie. And they were all laughing like mm-hmm. oh, they had a really great time. But somebody was videoing them taking the selfie and showed them practicing laughing. So it wasn't a genuine. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. a genuine moment yeah. of them actually laughing. Yeah. And once again, you know, not knocking anybody's hustle. I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to project a certain life and lifestyle of like, look at us at this NBA game having a great time. But once again, I just want people, especially kids, because I think so many kids and, and young adults place their self-esteem in oh my life is not like the person on instagram understand the person's life on instagram isn't the person's life on instagram no it's not it's far from it it really is far from it i got a question for both of you guys yeah um have you can you name a a celebrity a specific celebrity whether you know acting uh you know um sports whatever it is Mm. that you met in real life and either you were disappointed or you were even you were like just surprised of how down to earth or how their personality fit how they show themselves on, on camera. I mean, g- give it a minute. I mean, I could tell them. I could tell a perfect. Uh, <laughs> this is great. First time I met DMX. Okay. That dude <clears throat> is exactly what you see on camera. There's nothing different about him. Cat Williams said the same shit. That dude is exactly. <laughs> I never forget this. We were um we were in, you know we were in Y.O. We uh, at the studio. And you know my brother worked for Rough Riders, so my brother's driving. He was like, um, I was I was hanging out with. I think it was like 17, 18. Mm. And he's like, Yo, we got to take X to the store. So I'm like, I'm 17. I'm like, Oh, snap, work. Oh, all right. So X gets in the car, dude. Yo, what's good? Oh, let's go. Let's go get something to eat. We driving. This dude is literally out out the back seat of my mother's uh, my mother's uh, what was it? She had a Chevy. Chevy. Uh, no, it was a Chevy. I think it was a Cherokee. I never forget this. Mm. He's barking out the window while we while we're driving up. Yo, what's good? <coughs> I remember that story. Barking at him. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker is crazy. Yeah. But this is X. Like, yeah. there was nothing fake about him. It was all authentic. You know what I mean? So that like meeting him and just seeing him, I'm like, all right. Because sometimes, obviously, when you you know when you get in front of the camera, everybody can be a little extra. And no, turn, that turn was the personality. That was that dude's personality, 24 seven. So so, but just real quick, Rod, <clears throat> if you recall. And I want to say it was not. No, it was. It, it's pimping, pimping. Like the uh, Cat Williams stand up when he was yeah, wearing yeah. the green. Yeah, he said that, yeah. When he was like, he went to the restaurant <laughs> with DMX. Why are you yelling? And he was like, yo, this motherfucker like really talks like that. And he was like, hey, yo, bitch. Yeah, he was like, yo. Give me a number two. <laughs> like, this is a fine dining establishment. You can't just be yelling at people like that. What are you doing? And he was well, like, that, yeah, it's 100%. Like, it's not an it. act. It's not an act. Yeah. Rob, no. so he was about I, to say. Yeah, no, go ahead, Lee. No, go I was going to say, I've, I've never been, I mean, I've been around, you know, at a young age, just more uh, athletes in the beginning and then, you know, other celebrities. And I've never been disappointed by anybody. So I just wanted to put that out there. So I was going to say something to that notion as well, too. I, for this, <laughs> I've been around a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be bad business to throw out a name for someone who disappointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's understand? definitely true. So I'm going to oh, stick. I'm about to, so as you finish the story. <laughs> well, the only reason, well, okay, I mean, yeah, a couple of these people, though, I was around a lot, you know, so I, you know, yeah. You, if you don't have to say the name, if you want, just say the experience. Like, no, what, no, no, what, what was I, it? I will tell you one of my greatest experiences, though. Oh, greatest one, okay. Uh, I can't front for 
uh, being a kid from the Bronx, being involved in music, my opportunity getting in the studio with Pun was oh, yeah. probably something yeah, yeah. that yeah, I wouldn't say that it, it, it was the all right. So it was both, and here's the reason why I was a little disappointed in the beginning because when I first walked in, now Pun, everyone know who Pun. Pun was a large individual, mm-hmm. right? Shout out to Reef. You know, I, I went to the studio with my man Reef. You know, so. Uh, we're checking out Pun's filming his um, not filming he's recording his second album and he's recording actually the song that he decided to try to he, so he tried to get X to do the hook on Leatherface oh, oh I never found, knew that yeah yeah, yeah yeah he tried to get okay. it but they found out that the label was too much money to get him on it to mm-hmm. do just that so Pun re, he did it his own you know himself he did yeah. it now, Pun, you know, he was a large individual, man. Like I said, they had like a bed situated for him in the studio. He wouldn't sit on regular chairs. He sat on a bed, you know, and, um, uh, you know, he had like, you know, his breathing issue. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like he would breathe a little hard, you know, when he talked. So when I'm first hearing him for the first time being around him, I'm like, like I used to actually look at the engineers like, like yo, you're doing an amazing job. <laughs> exactly. like, because like punchings every, yeah, every, ten, exactly. every five seconds. <laughs> so Pun, you know, he got up. It was his time to go in the booth. He still, like said he was about to lay down the first recorder in the Leatherface. They had this giant recliner in the booth. It was way beyond the size of a recliner I've ever seen. Pun goes in, sits down. Again, though, even like this, right now, you hear all the breathing. And I'm like, how is this going to happen? Yeah. Yo, once that beat drop. It was like magic. This dude changed into somebody else completely. Mm. When I say that he laid down that verse without having to take a breath, yeah. a cut, wow. a punch in, mm. I was like, holy shit. I've, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. That dude was a genius, man. Anything no, like was, that. I mean, I think, I mean, we can get into this once again on another subject or whatever. It's a cliche topic, subject, but, but, you know. Top five lyricists, I think. Oh, Pun, listen, man, pun that was, guy... Pun was a beast. He came out in the era when the real dogs were still hot. Mm-hmm. And the real dogs gave him their props quick. Yeah, yeah. You had yeah. guys like Jay, Nas, they had no choice but to. They, yeah. they for pun. one, like, Nas and them fucked with Pun and them, you know? But, like, yeah. not Jay, not so much. They had, like, that beef back in the day, the whole yeah. Rockefeller, yeah. Yes, Terror Squad yeah. beef. Yes, Bottle, bottles did. getting thrown. Yo. Yes, they did. Yeah, that was some crazy... Actually, I, actually, I, I just came into the club... Well, on the block of that club when that altercation happened. Yeah, so it was a little crazy. But again, Pun's experience was awesome. So Leek had a good one. I had a good one. I am very interested in hearing this negative one from you. So, yeah, so it's it's not negative in that the person was like an asshole, he was a dickhead, anything like that. It's negative in the way that we see people in a certain way on screen and then it's like you see them in real life and realize like wow that was just like angles and lighting and so my cousin um had moved out to LA this is like back in like 2000 maybe like 2012 2013 somewhere around there and she was um she was a playwright so she had put on a play put on a production out in LA so we're like oh man you got a play going on and we're gonna come out and support so myself my cousins um you know, went out to LA to go support her and it was the weirdest thing because so it was my cousin Datra so her younger sister Shantae they would like hang out at night the two sisters and then me and my cousin Randall we would hang out and go our separate way okay right? so because me and Randall was on the prowl you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
it was the craziest thing. They, we were out there for like almost like a week. Shantae and Daytra never really bumped into anybody or whatever. And me and Randall just kept bumping into celebrities. Okay. Like over and over. Because you guys were on the prowl. Like you said, so you're going to hot spots where everybody's at. Mm -hmm. So, but no, but that's the thing. It wasn't even hot. It would just be on the humble. Like we were just walking down the street and Fergie. Yeah, I heard LA's like like that. Just walking down. She's just like, go for a gyro and just run into like Mark Wahlberg and shit. It was just crazy. That's crazy. So the final celebrity that I meet was really, really cool. But at the same time, a little disappointing. So me and my my cousin, we're at this uh, bar slash like lounge in um in Hollywood. It was on Hollywood Boulevard, and we're chilling at the bar, we're drinking or whatever, and it's like standing room only. So we're standing at the bar, and this big black dude comes over and starts tapping people on the shoulder and telling people we we can't hear what he's saying at first until he gets to us, and then he gets to us and he's like, hey. Uh, we got some people coming through in another couple of minutes. I'm going to need everybody to just push up against the bar because we're going to need some space to bring the people in. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I guess I'm not an L.A. dude, right? I don't be out in L.A. like that. So I'm thinking like some dude's about to come through in a wheelchair and they need like extra space. <laughs> shit, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'll get out the way. You know, if dude is a wheelchair, I'm going to want to be in the way. So sure enough. Um, the dude comes back in like two minutes and it's like three or four other huge black dudes with him and then they like are like pushing the way through or whatever so I'm turning around like what the fuck is going on like so I don't see a dude like what's what's going on and sure enough it's Robert De Niro like in the middle of these huge you know dudes that, that was doing security I guess for him so he goes he goes to the back so I tap my cousin on the shoulder I was like yo did you, did you see who that was and he was like nah nah I, said, I, said, I just saw some some old guy or whatever I said yo that was Robert De Niro now at the time he hadn't let himself go gray in movies okay he had still the black hair that mm-hmm. you saw in Goodfellas or, or, or yeah at least at the beginning um or, or Casino so then about Half hour goes by And the same dudes That did security Come back out And they go And I'm assuming They're going to go get the car But they leave Robert De Niro At the front door Just waiting inside Nobody approaches him And I was like I'm going to go up to him So I went up to him And I said Hey Mr. De Niro You know It's a pleasure to meet you I'm a big fan I love you and Godfather too And Heat And you know Everything uh, Raging Bull And he was like he, He was a little shocked You know what I'm saying Um But at the same time it was crazy because I towered over him. Yeah, he's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, guy. I'm, I'm about a good six one, six two, but I thought he was at least like in movies. He looks like five ten. Yeah, no. Yo, he's just like, and he looked like somebody's grandfather. So, and I just was like, wow, that's yeah. so crazy <laughs> that you, because people look larger than life in the movies, yes, oh, yeah, especially the roles he's played too. Exactly. So yeah. it's not so much he was cool. It's the like, angle, baby. Like he, 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 <laughs> He shook my hand You know what I'm saying He was cool about it Like I said He was a little startled Because he just he, He's by, he was too. by himself too Exactly yeah, Exactly yeah. He doesn't know what's going to happen But you know I was, was very respectful So you though. were more disappointed About like The appearance of him The stature <laughs> Exactly Like I said He wasn't an asshole Or whatever It was just more so So to touch on that It's funny And I wrote this down Right mm-hmm. I wrote a name down Just to show you While we while you were talking And it's funny You mentioned I didn't know that's The individual you were going to say Yeah So In 2003 I had got a job for Interpass Security where I was working with my dad and we were doing private security for the Tribeca Film Festival. Mm. So I was going to throw in one more person. I could say something about this individual because, I mean, sadly, the individual is dead. He had passed away. 
So um, on the other side of the break, we're gonna do a little cliffhanger now. Yeah. So all right, cool. Make, make sure right, the right. on real the other talk, side of the talk, break. Yeah, yeah. All right, good, good, good. Craving real, freshly prepared, healthy food that nourishes your body and soul? We're back. Coffee and cornbread. Open in Teaneck for breakfast and lunch curbside pickup. Is your ticket out of the monotony of unhealthy, whatever's not sold out today, unsatisfying meals? Nothing about our great food has changed. Only the way we serve you has. Coffee and Cornbread, the area's first fast casual breakfast eatery, is committed to serving non-GMO and organic food, plus plenty of tempting vegan options for our plant-based friends. And because our fully organic distributor delivers the largest selection of organic and natural foods, our ingredients don't even think about messing with anything unnatural. That's comfort food with a conscience. Place your breakfast or lunch order with Coffee and Cornbread today for curbside pickup only at coffeeandcornbread.com or text 201-862-0600 to place your order. Back to SNA Live, episode number five, Smoke and Mirrors. And Ryan was just about to tell us about an experience he had at the Tribeca Film Festival. Yeah, so I was working at the Tribeca Film Festival. I actually got put on the detail to protect De Niro. So I had a chance to get up close and personal being a, a security guard for him. Yeah. So that dude, honestly, is possibly one of the most humble celebrities I've met. I've heard. Like, he is really down to earth. So, like, what's even crazy, I, I, I'll tell you this. At the end of the festival, and this is not what I was going to say before, but at the end of the festival, um, they were under a giant tent, and they got sponsored by everybody. When the party was over, he came out and made sure that everyone who was on his detail, take whatever you want from whatever's here. So, like, literally, they, they sponsored food, booze. I mean, I mean cases of bottles of Belvedere, mm. cases, cases of gin. Mm. I mean, like, it's just like, for my people in here, whatever you guys want, just take what you nice. what you want. That was a real, you know, humble thing with the that was a real. That's real cool. So, this, the incidents that I did have, though, that I wouldn't say is disappointing, mm. because it actually lived up to what the individual was on camera. So, we're waiting for De Niro to come out. And Tribeca is a little weird for me. I really never hung out in Tribeca except for those seven days I was down there for a long time working yeah. at that festival, yeah. pre, you know, setting up until you know the actual festival. So I hear a door opening up from behind me, and I didn't realize the building that I was standing in front of there was like a garage door behind me in the middle of the street. Door opens up, so I look down, and it's like I think it was a Cherokee came out, brand new Cherokee, pulled out, and. It's James Gandolfini. Oh shit! Nice. And I was like, "Oh shit!" For those that don't Tony, know, yeah, Tony. For those that don't know, that, that's yeah. the actor that played Tony Soprano from The Sopranos. So I didn't say Tony. I actually called him by his name. I was like, "Yo, Mr. Gandolfini, I'm a really big fan." He was like, "Yeah, I'm good for you. I'm good for you. I feel good for you. Go fuck yourself. Get out of my way. Can't see the car coming." And I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit, yo, this guy." He's Tony Soprano he for real. That's for real. He's Tony Soprano. Yo, he literally told me, "Yeah, that's good. Fuck yeah, go fuck yourself. Get out the way. I can't see." And I was like, "Oh shit!" So my first reaction was like, "Your, your yo, chest, your chest, you to, your chest folded yeah, in like, a little." Yeah. Or went no, 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 no,
holy shit, this dude is really like. Yeah. <laughs> I got sopranoed. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, that was funny as shit. And what's crazy is one of the old dudes I was working with, an older dude, he was from uh, France. He was French. Mm-hmm. And he turned around and looked at me afterwards and said, yeah, you Americans don't understand. You, you. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't either, brother. Wow. That's some funny shit yeah, right Yeah, so, there. I mean, that was a funny situation. Yeah, I That's wasn't disappointed with it because nah, nah, he lived up to who all. he was. Not at all. But to take the, 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 the subject even further, specifically, once again, going back to, to people on Instagram, like, I just want the people listening to understand that it's, it's, it's all... Bullshit. It really is. Like even down to matter of fact, even on a not even on a celebrity level. I remember so and I've said this before on the podcast. I'm, I'm still a practicing attorney. Um I do criminal defense cases, uh mainly in the Bronx and Manhattan, civil rights cases, police brutality, false arrest, false imprisonment, things like that. So there was one time I had a client that was incarcerated. It's uh, Martindale and Associates. Yeah, three eighty Lexington Avenue, seventeenth floor, New York, New York, one zero one six eight. Shameless plug. Yeah, two one two four zero five twenty two thirty three, handling all your criminal defense and civil rights needs. Extra shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> so there was one time I had a client that was incarcerated. He, my man was about to do, I think eight, eight joints. It's a lot of time. Man. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, hey, you know, I want you to. Um, you know, meet up with my, my baby mom and you know, I just settled a, a matter for him and he's like, Yeah, I want you to slide her this this money and I was, you know, trying to tell him, Hey, look, you know, that's probably not a good idea. You guys aren't married. You're never gonna see that money again. Just understand that. So anyway, long story short, he's like, No, I want you to meet up with her and don't worry, I'll, I'll be good. I'm like, all right, whatever. That shit already is off right yeah, there. Because I'm with you. You ain't so, ever going to see this money again. So he gives me the phone number, and I text her. And she's like, hey, um, something about the minutes on the phone. Whatever. She, she had to go do everything through WhatsApp, right? Okay. So you know how WhatsApp. I was killing her gigabytes or some shit. WhatsApp has a picture. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah, the little icon picture of who yeah. you are, your profile. Exactly. So I tell her, now, keep in mind, never met her before. And... I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I said, I have to be in court the next day um, in the Bronx. Meet me on the second floor of the criminal court building. She's like, okay, cool. So keep in mind, only picture I have of her is her WhatsApp picture. So I'm on the second floor. I'm in the courtroom. She texts me, hey, I'm on the second floor. I said, all right, cool. Give me like two minutes. Um, my case is about to get called, but I'm going to come out into the hallway, and there's some paperwork I need you to fill out or whatever. And I'll give you the paperwork, and we can go over it. So... I step out into the hallway and I'm like, hey, I thought you said you were here. Now keep in mind, there's like maybe 10 people in the hallway, but seven are dudes and three are women. And I know she's in her like early 20s. Okay. So it kind of narrows it down. And I'm like, I don't see you. She's like, no, no, I'm, I'm here. So we're just texting each other. Meanwhile, we're like seven feet from each other, <laughs> texting each other. And then she's like, I'm wearing a blah, 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 like whatever she was wearing. And I turn around, I'm like, Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't uh, see you over there. Now, meanwhile, what it really was... I didn't recognize your I ass. I didn't re- Like, her picture, the filters that these phones have, yeah, man. and what you're able to do of how you look is fucking crazy. It's fishing, bro. <laughs> it's disturbing, though. Because think about, like, the poor dude. I'm so glad I did not get caught up in this generation. The poor dudes that are going on fucking uh, internet dates. And I'm, sure, I'm not saying that dudes don't do the same thing. I'm just saying from a guy's perspective, we're like going out that likes women or whatever that going out 
like okay i'm gonna get with this you know woman tonight we, i got a date and we met on fucking uh i don't know black planet <laughs> <laughs> time out time out that's still around it's still around that yeah are you serious yeah man it's still around black planet is still around yes damn okay your uncle's on black planet right yeah now. nobody nobody else is on black planet but your uncle like i'm talking about fucking um, um like tinder and shit tinder exactly um it was one back in the day called GoFish. I, I doubt yeah, that's, go yeah, that's, still, that's still there. Yeah. Um, so it's you're going, yeah, exactly. They, yeah. they switched it up or whatever. So now it's like you're going out on these dates with these fictitious people on social media or on these filters that you can do with your phone, and it's just crazy. And then people, you know, try to live once again. Not just the the money and the and the success that appears when you see people fronting in front of a Rolls Royce. Meanwhile, you find out later they were at the dealership and took a picture and just like blurred <laughs> or everybody even else worse out. that they went to like a coffee shop and like they're standing outside of a Starbucks and they're taking so, a picture in front of somebody else's, else's car. Exactly, exactly. It's or, crazy. Or do a bow wow where you have like oh yeah, I just got hopped off the PJ or whatever, and it's just like yo, it's sad. Yeah, it there's really- a sadder story than that one, and we'll maybe in the future we'll even dress. <laughs> That shit is crazy. Yeah. No, it, it really- people feel that they need to portray themselves to validate who they are, mm-hmm. and that's such a terrible thing because if you're really dealing with real people, they're gonna see through they the see bullshit right, through, right, away. right away. Right away, right through it. You know that bow wow shit was bad. Yeah. And what's crazy is Bow Wow had a name. Like yeah, you were still someone. Yeah, you, you don't, don't need, need to, to do, do that. that. No. Not at <clears> all. Why the hell'd you do that, fam? But once again, it's not even so much the people doing it. It's the people seeing the bullshit on a day-to-day basis and feeling down about their own lives. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have this particular life. Like, understand, once again, those people don't have that particular life. If you took everybody's life in just a snapshot of one particular great time, everybody's life would seem fucking amazing. Sure. But the crazy part is you'll see these people on Instagram with these supposed, like, amazing lives and, then, and, and I'm not wishing this upon anybody, like before I say what I'm about to say, it's unfortunate when this happens and, and mental health issues are a real thing, but then you'll hear about a celebrity that committed suicide. Yeah. And then you're like, wait a minute, but I, I followed them on social media. They look like they it had an amazing life. It seemed like they were living. Life. They're living a life. Yeah, yeah, like I don't understand why they killed themselves. I forgot the guy's name. The guy from um, Linkin Park was actually one of those guys that... Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. 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 I can't remember his name either, but yeah. So it's like... The reason why you're confused is because I think those people even more are trying to portray like this amazing life so that people won't really see them. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Like see, see the real them. Yeah, see like, the pain. See the pain. See everything that's exactly. going on. Exactly. You know, it's another little, <clears throat> I don't know what you want to call it. You know, just again, just going to the whole fictitious life. These people, they go out out of the country, go to these private islands or these nice islands, and they bring photographers with them, and they take thousands of pictures, and then they get back home to wherever Wait, they at. Who are these people? These Instagram. These are the Instagram people. So listen, no, listen, listen, hear me out. Yeah, yeah no, no. So listen, what I'm, they do is they t- they take they take photographers with them when mm-hmm. they go out on these trips, whether you know male or female, whatever. Yeah. It's not just females; it's males too. They they do it, and they take like thousands of pictures. 
And then they'll be back home wherever their home is at and then they'll post these pictures like every two or three weeks from all the different various islands or countries they were at to make it seem like they're still there and they're living this life like you know i'm all, I'm all over the world i'm traveling i'm enjoying life you went to like three different places and you broke that up into about 12 or 14 different oh. and it makes it seem like they're always traveling they're always gotcha. somewhere well i give that person credit at least they went to the place i know people that <laughs> yeah. steal google images yeah. and make it seem like they're there oh, we yeah. have we have a personal story about that <laughs> you know there's, there's actually more than one there's yeah. more than one there's I mean, more than one that one hit home but no, yeah yeah, yeah, you know, there's more than one, but I mean, at the end of the day, just put it this way, right? Talking about fictitious, right? Let's dumb it down to a level where we could relate to just your family. When you've been around your family and you take a picture together, how many actual pictures get taken before they're satisfied with that one picture? I'm not gonna say any names. I have family. They gotta change. You gotta change profile. Change here. Hold up this. Hold up. My gut is out. Let me suck my gut. Or my chest is out. Or they have to approve it before you post it. No, send that to me first. Send that to me. That's what I'm trying to say. So this is more. You could see the effects of social media just right there because people are like, wait a minute. My image is about to go out to everyone, and everyone's gonna see this shit. Yeah. yeah. So can't have me looking fat. Oh, look, I have a double chin, or like my eyes have closed. Don't take the picture, then. Come on, move. Yo, real talk. Just you know know what's crazy though? Like when you talk about sucking your gut and the double chin, I think Instagram specifically is directly responsible for like an uptick in plastic surgery Mm. because people are now trying to have their their real life face match what people are looking like. Through a fucking filter. I mean, even go to an even more, a bigger step, depression, man. Because if people feel like they're not, how many people committed, too, yeah. committed suicide or have gone into depression because they didn't get enough likes on their, on their pictures? So that's very real, you know, and that's why the platforms had to change. Like yeah. Instagram now, you like t- you, you can take away the comments and stuff like that. You could always take away the comments. What they did though is they took away the number of likes that you can't see. Gotcha. So for instance, if you go on the page now, it'll just say, like, let's say you like the picture. It'll say like you know you liked it and then others. Mm. Before it would tell you exactly how many people yeah. liked it. Yeah. Now the only people that could see that are the actual profile owners. Yeah. They could see the per- the number of likes. But, so- but here's the thing, I, I, and that was a reactionary measure that Instagram took that I, I guess is a positive thing because definitely, it was definitely affecting was. people negatively. Yeah. But the sad part of that is is that that had to be done in the first place. Yeah. And that's because true. Yeah, man. if you're not basing your self worth on how many likes you get, because. I'm, I'm 41 years old and I don't I can't see it through the lens of somebody that's like 18 or 19 that kind of grew up with Instagram so to me you know Instagram is a tool it's great for marketing it's great for promoting my businesses but other than that it's kind of silly to me so I, I can't in, in my mind rationalize like basing yourself worth on it but I didn't grow up with same it same here you know mm-hmm. so it's like like personally I agree with you yeah, yeah you know? definitely. but at the same time I can I can empathize with um, the younger person who didn't know anything else but that and sees all their peers that's the only thing they know it. yeah exactly sees all, sees all their peers doing, doing it, it for the gram yeah exactly exactly so then it's like okay well my friend they went to you know such and such place for vacation they posted theirs and they got X amount of likes. And I only got Y. Why did I only get Y amount of likes and they got X amount of likes? What, what, what is it about doing me? Wrong? Yeah, what is it about me? I got to change. Not, do people not like me? Do I got to post more? And it's just, you get into this, this thing in your head where it's just like, you start questioning your value and your worth. You do. Based on, and, and we've talked about this before pers- on a personal level, when we post stuff with smoking ashes and we realize like, 
you know okay cool like our, our likes are going up all right that's, that's 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 a good look now we're looking at it not from the personal it's like, a business aspect. Yeah, exactly like not looking at it like oh people don't like us no <laughs> it's more so like okay we're seeing we're getting more popular in and more in the more the bigger popularity with our instagram page means more people know because you can't frequent a place if you don't know about it mm-hmm. So that we're just looking at it From a sheer numbers game Our the Instagram more... our, our, our social media game is tight Yeah no no it's, I, it's, I'm it's, not even going front Yeah no no we, I just gotta we, put that out there We do our thing I will say this I will say this I do see And don't think That I don't see you watching I was just a, You fucking read my mind I see you watching We all see you watching <laughs> We can tell <laughs> Motherfuckers is peeping our shit not liking it, but peeping it, and damn sure, not just following like, oh, I follow you on social media, like following as in they are legit, like doing the shit we are doing it's in real life. It's funny as shit. It it's is funny as you know fuck what? To us. It, I'll be real with you. It's flattering. No, no, definitely flatter. Flattering and funny as fuck. Flattering to me, is funny as to me, to me personally. Yeah, but, but that just shows you though. That show, it shows you the power of social power media. Power of social though. media. Yeah. So no, it's definitely. like, wait a minute, you know, um, look what these guys are doing. It could be anything, any field. Like, look what this person's doing. Oh, shit. It's working for them. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Can't beat them. Join them. Join them. I'm going to do the yeah. same thing they're doing. Mm-hmm. And you see that so much. You know what's so crazy? That social media literally was created for you to be a creator. Instagram's purpose in the beginning was just for photographers. Yeah. To showcase yeah. their images. Yeah. And then it grew into something else. Mm-hmm. With social media, everyone's character and personality is different. Yeah. And what mm-hmm. kills me about that is that people don't take the opportunity to showcase your difference. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. You know, difference is almost like a like a curse word. You know, you're, it's like, true. People would like morph into like this 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 amorphous like this this globule of just sameness, and it's just like yo, be original. Nobody's you. Be original. You want variety in things. You yeah. want to like different things in life. You know, I want to like this thing because this thing makes me feel this way. And I laugh this way with this and I get serious with things like this. Like you want to have variation when everything is the same. When you go into every restaurant and the menu is exactly the same, yeah. it's boring. It's boring as fuck. So it comes to the same thing with business and, 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 and you know, people, you have, listen, there's trendsetters. That's going to be always a thing. Yeah. Definitely. It's always going to be a thing, Definitely. you know, but it doesn't mean that you have to then go replicate exactly what that trendsetter is doing. Maybe take pieces yeah, and yeah. put your own spice on it, though, so it's still something that you do and it's exactly. yours. Exactly. Own Once it to again, be something that's yours. There's only one you in this world. So we're going to go to break, but on the other side of it, we're going to talk about what I think was kind of the genesis of this whole uh fake persona type of thing on TV that's gotten so popular recently. Catch you on the other side. You are listening to SNA Live, a podcast like no other. Back to SNA Live, episode number five, Smoke and Mirrors. So the topic I want to bring up right now, I think was kind of the genesis of this whole fake it on social media type situation so i think it's two things number one hip-hop music videos specifically more so than any other type of genre of music I think hip-hop um music videos was like just a vehicle where it's just like oh man this particular rapper this particular entertainer got this that and the other and then you find out you know all that shit was rented so then the other one was 
motherfucking MTV Cribs. And here's the thing about MTV Cribs. And this is when I peep game, right? So I'm a big car guy. You guys know that. Like I love mm-hmm. I love cars. And I can sit there and I don't mean like cars like oh, like a Lamborghini, a Ferrari, a Bentley. But like I mean like I can break down like, oh, this particular car has eight cylinders or twelve cylinders and the horsepower is this, that and the other and it gets this amount of pound feet of uh, torque, torque or whatever. So <clears throat> I'm watching MTV Cribs and I would always like the, the my favorite part would always be when they get to the garage or the driveway to see the car that the particular celebrity had. And then sure enough, I'm starting to like see these cars in these driveways and I'm like, yo, that car doesn't have license plates. Or they would show both sides of the car, the back and the front, and the back of the car would say something like Rolls Royce. Uh, Beverly Hills so like not an actual license plate but like one of those uh, ones that you take from a showroom mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and then I started realizing like yo these are not these motherfuckers cars like at all yeah they used to try to save face and say that they tried to take their license plates off for no, see, personal here, reasons here, here, here was the difference and here's what I was like I, I can I can peep game and see when it's real when it's not it should have just been blank CC Sabathia I think he was playing for the Indians at the time um, but I think he's. From, That's right after he signed the for his first deal. I think so. So I think he's from Cali originally. Yeah, yeah, he's from, from yeah, he's Northern from Cali, California. Yeah. Okay. Yes, he is. So I think he was out in Cali shooting a, a episode of MTV Cribs. Currently a Jersey resident. Yeah, Bergen County, if I'm not mistaken, That's correct. Where, where we're at. Um, and he had a Ferrari in the driveway, and they blurred out the license plate. And I was like, that's, that's real. That's, that's real. real. That's his. Because yeah. he was basically saying, I'm not taking nothing off. You just make sure you don't have none exactly. of my shit out there. Like, that was his whip. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But but he's an athlete. And you can hear, you know, when these guys sign deals, it gets reported in the news on SportsCenter. They got, you know, it's reportedly worth this that amount of hundreds of millions of dollars. Pat Mahomes today signed a 10-year, 10 million, a 10 year $450 million deal. Yo. So the shit he signed is bananas. Well deserved. Blessings to him, bro. Yeah, no, definitely. Get your paper, my dude. Like Super Bowl champion. That's almost half a billion though over ten years. Yeah, actually, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. They said it the totals out to like five oh four or something like that. Half a billion. That shit is beautiful, man. God yo, you know what? Yeah, yo, salute. Salute. Yeah. Definitely. You get this week's uh, applaud. Pat Mahomes gets this week's uh, applause. Got the biggest bag ever in much, the NFL. Much, much deserved, man. Much so, deserved. But the athletes, you know, they're really getting paper. But it was it was the rappers, going back to the whole fucking Correct. hip-hop music video thing. It was the rappers that would be fronting the hardest. And you would see these whips in there. Yeah, you know, I got the new, you know, Bentley convertible. Just out of here, I got the new, you know, Rolls Royce Phantom. And it's like, motherfucker, that shit is to, to To flip it, do you remember Redman's episode when he showed, like, him and that, the He had the, actually I, I the best yeah, the MTV Crips to today. I loved it. Yeah. I loved he it. was in his, like, townhouse. Yeah. <laughs> The doorbell didn't work. He didn't, yeah. he didn't clean up or nothing. It was just up. a mess. He, he yeah, you know, blunt rappers all over the so place. That, the rumor was that wasn't even his. That crib. wasn't really his. Crib, it, but he wanted, his some, he wanted to show. He wanted to show something. But different. that's funny though. That, it was funny. That's how it was his, he he didn't care how he was portrayed. Mm-hmm. No, but that's the thing though. Like he's like, yo, not only do I not care how I'm, how I'm portrayed, but it's like it's almost like it almost goes against my persona yeah, as right. red man. Yeah. You know what yeah, saying? Yeah. If I stand I'm out here in a fucking ten. Bedroom mansion. Exactly. I'm not Brick City right now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And he's probably like, yo, you can see my fucking crib. No, nah, like, I ain't showing that shit like, to you. I'm like, where I live, I'm Reginald Noble. You know yes. what I'm saying? No, like, real talk. Red Man's real name is Reggie Reg- Noble. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, I'm at home, I'm Reggie Noble. Yeah. On screen, I'm, I'm Red, Red, Red Man. Man. Yeah. Like, Red Man, see. ready to rock. Exactly. Like, let's get ready to rumble. Like that mm-hmm. dude. Like, 
You're not going to see my crib. No, you know, I get it. It's my personal life. But speaking about rappers, um, yeah. you do understand who fucked the game up and why they fucked it up. As far as uh, I'm curious, Diddy. Diddy. Mm, no, not not even Diddy. You know, Diddy. Diddy later on did, but you have to understand. Can we, can we please call that man Puff? Like, Puff, like we're too old. No, it is Puff. Well, I only it's, just it's you're puffy. right. It's Puff. It's puffy. <laughs> it's Puff. So, yeah. I want to really just like if you want to be real about it. Mm-hmm. When Jay came out, mm-hmm. you remember Jay didn't get a deal traditionally. Yeah. And Jay was getting money for real in the streets. Mm-hmm. So, Jay actually was because I was around those guys at that time. I was working for Street Team and I was, you know, owing owing to the record pools. So I was always getting my records down by you know the Street Team guys on Twenty First Street. Mm-hmm. And what we would do is, you know, they used to let us do internships at these these um, labels. labels. And yeah. we were able to go there and also pick up vinyl from these labels direct. That's mm. what we were fighting for to be able to have exclusives. Crates. So these guys at, at these guys at, at Rockefeller, like they really were driving Bentleys and shit that were theirs. Mm-hmm. Their jewelry yeah. was theirs. Yeah, it was real. And if you really realize it, Jay and them were doing it so real. He even said it in his songs. How Rappers are trying to do so much just to stand, you know, in the same yeah. space as me. No, he, he kind of put a lot of dudes on blast and uh, imaginary players. <laughs> so the truth, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so yeah, the truth yeah. is, you know, and I was rocking over that platinum shit. With y'all. But this is, I'm even going to real talk. But yeah. real talk, he. This was from reasonable doubt. Mm. Like Jay came in the game with money, and it was his own shit. Yeah. And rappers weren't getting that money that Jay was. Yeah. So he was doing stuff for real. They couldn't really do what he was doing. So they had, had in turn, had to pretend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? True. That's true. Fake it till you make it. And it's funny. Level. Like, I was just watching a, a documentary the other day when they showed, I think, In My Lifetime, Volume 1. That was during the time where he, Jay tried to switch it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. He tried to go puff. Yeah, exactly. And he tried was, to go. And Dane, oh, Dane yeah. was like, that was a mistake. But yeah, uh, He it, did admit it, it but they made us, a hell of money. He, he said, we made a lot of money. They made though. a hell <laughs> amount of money. The Sunshine video. Sunshine, yes, yeah. Sunshine. That so, was Puff. That was Puff. That was Puff. Trying to be like, he even said it. He was like, we was trying to be like Puff. I still remember to this day. Them being on Hot 97 with Angie Martinez apologizing for that video. Yeah, it's but they but again, so it's funny. I don't know if you saw that episode yet on that on that Netflix special. Hip hop revolution. Yeah, you got to see that part because they have a whole shit breaking down with Jay and all of them. Dame's, oh, yeah, Dame's talking. I'm still in the '80s. Like I don't know because like, I walked I, in on this dude and this dude's like on season three already. Oh, I'm yeah, like, I, I can't. I sat but, in here. I just, I just started yesterday, my dude. No, I'm with like, you. I'm yeah. with you. You'll get there though. I'm on episode like two. I just <laughs> I'm still in this like South Bronx early '80s. So I didn't see any neither. I just yeah. seen him sporadically because Malik he's been going hard. So every yeah. time I'll come in, he'll have it on. So the thing is though, Jay really was doing it, and these guys had to emulate it to be. Like that dude Just yeah. like him If not they couldn't Sell the records The way they felt That he could mm. So that was where I felt honestly It kind of really started That whole You know We gotta fake it Till we make it Mentality type mm-hmm. shit And that's Where people go wrong Like you got people Like J. Cole And uh And uh was a dude out in LA I'm not a big fan of his but, Who Kendrick uh, Kendrick, Kendrick. Yeah. But what's the difference With those guys They stayed themselves That's what I'm saying That's, that's my point It's like they They just I don't need to, I don't need all of that. I'm just gonna be myself. They and, stayed themselves, and they're still making millions. You know what I mean? They didn't have to. That's a perfect example of yeah. being yourself, and you still can be be successful. But you know, it's, it's an amazing example of that. But plus, I think, those guys are talented. Yeah, I was just about to say, they actually have it's talent. a lot more comfort 
there's a lot more comfort when you can rest on the fact that you're talented. talented. Yeah. Extremely talented. Like I'm not yeah. a Kendrick fan, but he's either. talented. He's bro. talented. People he's that, a talented that, dude. Man. But I can appreciate exactly that he is a talented dude, and J Cole is talented out of his. J Cole's one of my top rappers. Yeah, yeah. all time. You got it. You know, it's funny, and I, I should have um, made reference to it earlier. There's a top ten at least interview with him about. His uh, view on celebrity, mm. just as a, as a as a phenomenon, and he's talking about in hundreds, two hundred years, there probably won't be anything such as such anything as a celebrity anymore. Because mm-hmm. when you think about that. it, I saw that recently. Celebrity, like being a celebrity, isn't real. It's like, not real. Like that's not a real thing. So hypothetically speaking, right? So back in the day, you have oh, perfect. We were just talking about early hip hop, right? Curtis Blow. Yeah. Curtis Blow was probably the first superstar of hip hop. Oh, that's on that documentary. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I know. He, he had to be because yeah. he's like the essence. No, of, yeah, he like before, definitely did. Before Run DMC, it was Curtis Blow. So, yes. real, real quick, not to interrupt you on that thought. DMC, they was interviewing him, and he said about he had to ruin a, another show for me, man. Like no, 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 no. It's, it's real quick. <laughs> All right, he, um, DMC, he said his private came in and was like, "Yo, you, you be telling me about stuff before I see it." Guy. Yo, leak is good for that. Yo, did you <laughs> oh, you I'll saw the it. end of that Marvel movie when this guy died? I, I, and I, will, like, Yo, bro, I will, what the fuck? I will ruin it for you. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I love I love that entertainment, but anyway, so yeah. his driver comes in and he throws in, um, he throw. No, I'm sorry, it wasn't uh, it wasn't a Curtis Blow. It was Rakim. But just just an example, he throws in Rakim and he's like, "Yo, this dude is better than you, man." It's like what? Man, get the get the fuck out of my car. He kicks him out the car basically because he he didn't want to hear it. Yeah. He knew he was so talented, but you know, again, that's those celebrities have this uh, this thing with them. Ego. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's competitive. Ego. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, like, definitely competitive. <laughs> but so Curtis Blow, right? Talking about how like. Just the, the the essence of, of celebrity isn't really real. So Curtis Blow is like the first superstar of rap. Hip hop, yep. Right? So this is before Run DMC. So if Curtis Blow, now Curtis Blow's from Harlem, if Curtis Blow walked into a restaurant in 1985, 86, the restaurant would have lost their shit. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely wouldn't have paid for that meal. No, at all. He probably would have gotten mobbed. Yeah. Right? The people would have, like, like lost their motherfucking mind. If Curtis Blow walks into that same restaurant today, I would guarantee you 95% of the people wouldn't know who he was. And the other 5% would be like, oh, shit, it's Curtis Blow. And that would be it. And the story, like, no, like maybe one or two people will go up to him and be like, can I get a pick real quick? Yeah. And, and meanwhile, Curtis Blow is still... Curtis Blow Like he didn't change Like he's the same person I'm sorry I'm just laughing Because I've seen Like Ja Rule Like three times Like at Cheesecake Factory Bro And motherfuckers Just be eating They fucking They, they, they calamari And Yo, salads I feel, Yo, I feel nobody bad for Yo, I feel bad for Jav Yo Don't wait Don't, don't. I feel bad No I don't feel bad no, for him I don't him, at all Here's I'm why. laughing That bro. man has toured Around the world He has done things And seen things that we He had done. one of the largest Singles of yeah. all time With Ashanti yeah. 98% of people In this world Will never see And Real all, all that's happening now Is he's not as famous mm-hmm. And he's not as rich But he's still very well off mm-hmm. He's just not as famous yeah. Yeah. Wait, time out He's trying so time out, right time out. I don't know He's trying to be relevant I get <laughs> no, it but Keeping his living going Talk about just, social media though yeah. Did you guys see His new commercial Yeah he did a commercial For some restaurant A Greek restaurant yeah, Did yeah. you see their fucking mess Yeah it was a mess oh, It was a mess man. Bro He's doing that now Yeah Damn, my 
dude. Yo, it, it just makes Conway, you look like it yo, was in front of doing? a green screen too. It's like jive. And yo, you know what what's funny? Doing? My man's like this, and we're over here, and we got the bakalava, bakalava, bakalava. He's literally got the menu in his hand, Fuck. and he's again the tzatziki, the tzatziki, the tzatziki. So that's my favorite stuff right there. That's my favorite. Oh, like, yo, for real, man. brother. Wow. This is where we at? Yes. Dude, he, he's, he was doing private parties during the pandemic. He was showing up to people's houses. Yeah, but you know what, though? Get, he getting paid for it. No, I get but, it. No, no, that's, that's, not, that's not what I was going to say. What I was going to say was... What I was going to say was... Sorry, man. His job... Sorry. Wait, I feel bad for this. No, I don't. You can't, because here's the thing. It's, it's, it comes with the game. You're only going to be famous before like a split amount of time, right? Then, at the end of the day, because he's not famous... For being famous He was famous Because he was a rapper And he was a, a, a and Decent he was rapper And he, he was talented He was a good rapper. songwriter And yeah. he made amazing songs yeah. He's going to be able To make a living off that For the rest of his life mm-hmm. Now Are the venues Going to be as large No No Because I, I went to go see him To my fiance She loved Ja Rule Growing up You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying We went to go to BB King's Before it closed down And went to go see him He put on an amazing performance It was a really cool time Now the crowd was a lot smaller than what he probably would have rocked back in the early 2000s. I'm just laughing how 50 gets on him, man. It's Yo, crazy. that's it's funny. Fu- it's, it's fucked up. So, time out. I was about I to say, say I feel, something. I feel bad for him because 50, 50 already buried him. He's just like putting his foot in like, no, stay down. Yo, my man, <laughs> when 50 bought like the first eight rows. Yeah, oh, that, that was heady as fuck. So petty. Yo, that petty, was petty bad, wop, bro. Straight petty wop. Yeah. Yo, petty, yo, it was petty, but just. Richard Petty, Tom Petty, like. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, but real talk, being someone in 50s position to be able to do that and sit back and be like, yo, when you're performing tonight, just know I'm the one that bought all those things because the shit is empty. Uh, But listen, the point I was saying, though, to get back to where where, where you were going, was that I would walk into Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. I'd be with my kids. Yeah, they're about to go get you know some freaking Kobe beef burgers. This is what they're looking forward to. Yeah, and it's like, there was Ja Rule sitting right there. Like mm-hmm. this lady over here eating her Caesar salad. This waiter just like dropped the glass of water on his table. Like no one recognizes him anymore. Yeah. So it does show you know, the power of social media and just the influence of when you're hot, you're hot. When you're not, you're not. But that's why I'm saying being a celebrity isn't real. It's not real. Like, so, it, so Ja Rule's real name is Jeffrey Atkins, right? Yeah. So as he sat there in Cheesecake Factory. He was Jeffrey Atkins. That's Jeffrey. what his credit card said. It didn't say Ja Rule. Exactly. It said Jeffrey so Atkins. that's why like even the people who are in it don't get caught up in that bullshit, man, because it's like it's not real. Don't base your self-worth and your value on how many people run screaming to you looking to get an autograph. It's cool when it happens. You know what I'm saying? If you're a famous person, I'm, I'm assuming or whatever. But once you start to put your your true value and worth into that, what's going to happen when that stops? If you're completely secure in who you are, and like once again, what they can't take away from him is the songs, the music. The music's going to live forever. The guy has done some stuff, you know? Yeah. Even now, though... I, I wasn't the biggest fan of his music, mm-hmm. but you had a fucking fuck ton of people that was rocking with him. We're going to have a music episode where we're going to talk some music stuff. Oh, yeah, no doubt. We we're talking about... Definitely. I will say that, you know, as much as I want to admire him, I personally have a beef with them, Murder, Inc., all those guys. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. You know? I got to say something real quick. When I say I'm not a really particular fan of, of his his music or whatever, that was album Ja Rule. Mixtape Ja Rule back in the day, he actually used to, to do his thing, yo. He, was, he, was he actually did. Nice. He Dude, did. Vinny Vettavici? Vinny Vettavici, yes. That album was hot, too. 
No, I'm, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about before his first album. He's, oh, he's talking about like just when he was his on mixtape circuits. When he was on like Ron G. Oh, yeah, he was, he was doing was little on, features and stuff. Yeah, he was exactly. But he changed, though, through that process. Like, he had he to started off. X, X called him out because he was taking Well, I was going to get that, though, yeah. but that's my point, though. But when he was on the mixtapes, though, he used to show a little bit more of Ja Rule, whatever that guy was. Yeah. Then when X started coming out, he started getting a little bit more raspy with his voice, <laughs> and he started, you know, yeah. used to be my dog. He was He's in my, my left, left titty, titty, you know. Yep, that, yeah. That's what ended up happening, yeah. you know, because X felt like, you know, what I'm saying like he was my dude, and all of a sudden you just really stealing my shit and moving on. But just real talk, you know, when we do talk about the episode, I would just say that it just shows you how grimy the industry is too, man. Because oh, no, definitely. I got a personal beef, mm. murder ink. Okay, so that's okay. a good cliffhanger to that that particular episode, and. Next up, in terms of topics, and like I said at the intro, last, but certainly not least, we're going to talk about the porn industry and it giving unrealistic expectations and potentially influencing relationships. You have a problem there. Catch you after break. You are listening to SNA Live, a podcast like no other. Back to SNA Live, episode number five, Smoke and Mirrors. So we saved the uh, this particular topic for last. Um, we've been talking about Instagram and filters and you know people staging particular uh, photos. We've been talking about people on the, the big screen and how they look a particular type of way. And you might meet them in person and they look completely different. You know, we've talked about the fact that you know being a celebrity isn't exactly a, a real thing. We talked about music videos and how music videos, you know, things are staged and people rent things to make themselves appear more financially successful than what they really are. And how MTV Cribs took that to an even further level with people you know, renting cars. And you know now that I think about it, I wouldn't even be surprised if people were renting houses. They're renting houses and some of those people don't, some of those houses were way too I even not just clean but like empty. You know what I'm saying? There was no pictures on the wall. It's too, people, it's, you know it's not personal enough yeah, for you yeah. to feel like it's somebody's I will say this too. Uh something that we didn't touch on. Influencers in general. Really quick. Influencers are to me are the biggest frauds. Because their sole purpose is to represent a brand in a lifestyle and a manner because the person and I don't mean this in a bad way. Influencers, yo, get your money. I'm fine with that. I'm so fine with that. We're just talking about the perception with how other people see things. Yeah. Once Influ again, just understand what you're looking at. Yeah, influencers are big because they get paid to broadcast, <clears throat> you know, what, you know, because of it's their looks, yeah. you know, or, or, or their persona that they've created on social media. I mean, the whole Fire Island thing. Remember that was a whole with Ja Rule. That was all social media. Yeah, that was all social with media. With Ja Rule. Yep, yeah. But you know the whole persona that you know that they they just displace is just that of something that is not real. We know that for a fact. Mm -hmm. I will say this too personally, because I was involved with this too about twelve years ago, where I got solicited. So I had a huge weight loss transition. I was working out like crazy. I was with my man's in them in the gyms. We was always just always lifting. And I had gotten approached by a certain company. I'm not going to say their name. Mm -hmm. And what they wanted to do was take a shoot with us, basically stating that I take your product mm -hmm. and, and your product, and this is what mm -hmm. led to this. Yeah. And they actually mm -hmm. literally give you literature that says that, you know, mm -hmm. and they physically make you take the pill. Mm -hmm. 
So you can't say now that you, you didn't, didn't take, take it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a whole gimmick. You know, like a lot of these. I was about to ask, was that product called hard work? <laughs> it definitely yeah. wasn't yeah. called that. So um, at the end of the day, though, a lot of these influencers, let's just be real. The people that you're looking at, whether it's female or male, odds are, I know what it is to be on steroids. I know the dedication it takes to not be on steroids and try to get that same look. So what I'm about to say is very real, coming from a perspective from someone who actually was involved using steroids himself. Okay, so I know what they do and how they work. The biggest thing I hate is when I see an influencer out there showing how hard she works <clears throat> or how hard he works when I know you've had a tummy tuck, when I know you've gotten your boobs done, when I know that you're taking more than fat burners to optimize this look that you are portraying yourself to be and you're saying that it's natural. Facts. Okay? And it's it's really real. Like, I know people that do this shit till today. Oh, yeah. Hold on. You understand? Like like, you would not look this way for one if you didn't have that fucking tummy tummy. I mean, they even going to the extent of taking their ribs out. Yeah. Some of the female models yeah. do. And, you know? the, and the males, like you said, doing tummy tucks now. They do. They do. They get implants in their and, calves. And if, they don't, yeah. and if they don't have the money to do that, they just shave up off a couple inches off the waist on the actual on photo. Filter. Photoshop. Yeah, filter. Is, yeah. So... I respect the models that do show themselves in the natural form, yeah. but you most of them are Photoshop. And yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen the tricks of Photoshop. They can make a 400 pound person look just like. Really? Them. I've never used that whole Well, no, you won't be able to use, I mean, that's like a real in-depth, like, like you have to be a, a professional, mm. you know, editor to do that that's stuff. That's crazy. So, you know, there's, but yo, there's apps now that put abs on you. Oh my God. You take a picture of yourself as you are and it you can slim your waist shape you, sculpts you can yeah bro it's insane that's wow. but again just the point i was saying is that half of the influences y'all watch and y'all follow yeah they pretty yeah they bad yeah homeboys handsome yeah you like the way this is but real talk i'm not trying to take away from the work that they do put in they do continue to work out they do they work out like a motherfucker it's harder to maintain it because you got it in the easy way now you can't let it go fast I understand? And when I say easy, let's just be real. If you're real and you know what it is to work out and you also know what it is to work out and be on Roy's, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> let's just be real with y'all right now. Yeah, man. Okay? Because at one point, I used to weigh 400 pounds. I came all the way down to 275 on my own. From 275 down to 219, I experimented. And the shrink, the time lapse that it took me to get from 400 to 275 was what you said before, hard work. Yeah, yeah hard work. 275 down, I had to maintain while working out, but now all of a sudden, Enhancers. I could lift crazy on Monday and then wake up on Tuesday, I don't feel like I did shit. Mm. So guess what I'm doing on Tuesday? I'm even going, going hard. Yeah. And then what? same thing on Wednesday, Thursday. And before you know it, you're working out six days a week, full throttle, and you don't feel shit, and you're recovering, yeah. you're growing, your body is changing fast. I'm all right with that because I understand I get that you're doing what you're doing to make your paper. I'm not, but my thing is that the people who sign like to be like ambassadors for fat burners and these things, mm -hmm. and they sell this shit to people who really fucking want to lose weight, yeah. who really want to fucking make a change in their goddamn life, Damn. and they see these people, 
and they think that this is what the route is that they didn't go or they didn't take a shortcut mm-hmm. and they buy into this shit but I, I will say this though and it's sad because i think people are always looking for the ultimate shortcut people are still even with business right yeah. and, this, and this is why the diet industry this is why the diet industry because we're I think we're number two now. I think we're behind Mexico in terms of the most obese uh, country on in in the planet. People to this day are still looking for the pill that's going to give them the body that they want without working out, without changing their diet, without changing any of the habits that led to their body. Now, if you have a gland problem, different. Yeah, that's different. different. If you have a thyroid issue, yeah, exactly. totally understandable. You got like um, adolescent diabetes, yeah, understandable. Yeah. I'm just talking about the people who are like healthy. I want these these results without putting in any of the work. Yeah, I want it tomorrow. Exactly. And life doesn't work that way. And I'm gonna make a statement too. Yeah. For all those who get the lap band, mm. because you have no self control, you understand that the success rate of you actually being successful with that lap band is really not that high. Because you didn't It's called discipline Yeah exactly You didn't You didn't hone And, and, and harness the discipline Let's needed. think about it real quick Real talk Yeah Think about the science behind The lap band mm. They put the lap band on you today You can't eat food For almost a whole month Well guess what If I change your diet To baby food right now Without you getting The lap, da- lap band surgery You're gonna lose The same amount of weight That you would've lost Without the damn surgery You yeah. just didn't have The damn discipline Yeah and anybody who hasn't, if you haven't been following, it's your first episode. We actually talked about health benefits in our, in yeah. our past episodes. Yeah. Yes, definitely, we did. Definitely yes, we go did. back and listen to that. Yeah. And, and, right. listen, and there's a wide range of opinions here. Again, like I'm a bigger, I'm a larger individual than my partners are. Yeah. And I've battled weight issues my whole life. You know, I've gone up, I've down, right now I'm down, baby, I'm, I'm down 40, 47 pounds right now. Give yourself an applause. Give yourself an applause. I'm definitely. Oh, but the thing. What's cheers that? to that, brother. Oh, cheer, oh, cheer. yeah, All right, cheers, 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 Absolutely. salute, thank you. Yeah, the thing is, though, no, it's not, it's not easy. It's yeah. not easy, but you know what it is? You mentioned it before. People want change from today to tomorrow. And if I don't see it tomorrow, I'm not willing to put the work in to do it again the day after to try to make this a habitual thing where I can make it something that benefits me the long term. Yeah. They think of diet, they want a diet, they want 30 pounds off in a week, and yeah. it's not realistic. It's not. Now, there's ways to lose 30 pounds in a week, but it's not healthy. Okay? There's mad ways to do things, but I just have a... a, My my, my thing is that pet peeve I have... That way is called cocaine. Oh, shit. You are not lying with that one. Cocaine's a hell of a Yo, the cocaine diet, I used to joke with people about that shit. When I would see people lose weight, it's like, yo... We on the Hollywood diet now? Yeah. Yeah, what's that? The cocaine, cocaine and water and, champagne. and wa- uh, champagne. That's what I should have said. I used to say cocaine and water. But no, real talk. But I just can't stand it. I'm not gonna drive this home too much. But there is a lot, there's a lot of influencers. I actually know influencers personally too that do this shit. And again, I'm not taking away from your work or what you do, because you do work out hard to maintain what you got. But let's be real with the people that you're trying to change and motivate. Motivate people from real life experiences. Yeah. I'm not taking away from the work you put in to maintain what you've done. But be real about but it. But be real about yeah. it and let people know that to get from A to Z, you know, the progression that you took, it wasn't, you know, just this hard work thing. Or don't be real about it, but then don't come on like X TV show or And try to be a motivational plug exactly. and be like, you know, this is how you get like me exactly. and you could do this. Like, no, stop. All bullshit. Yeah, uh, no, just stop. Because if that's the case, all I need is a great surgeon. Mm-hmm. And a fucking and, a, and a, nowadays they make these things so easy with these meal plans. You get shit delivered to your crib now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, again, just I just can't stand the influences that 
fake people out and, and that's what goes with something that you said earlier too about mental health depression yeah. people not realizing you know I, I can't do what they do well you yeah. know what no you can't do exactly what they do but there's a bet there's another way you can do it mm -hmm. you know and don't see their route as the only route yeah and that pill is not going to be the only thing that changes it that's real because there's yeah. people who take pills and they don't fucking work out and they expect to get the same goddamn result yeah, doesn't work that way so my rant is over i had a get this garbage out of here rant <laughs> so speaking about that's donald greco from yeah, yeah, espn yeah, by yeah, the way yeah. speaking about you know people influencing um inadvertently the porn industry influences heavy heavy from both perspectives from a male perspective and from a female perspective it ruins relationships and marriages it, it can it can and it can save some too <laughs> <laughs> I know where your point of view is going to be So, alright, so let's take it from the perspective of Just what you're actually seeing on screen And I think people If you I think all of us Just watch Boogie Nights yes. <laughs> Great, great fucking movie oh, by the It way. really was Shout out Don Cheadle, by the way who Yo, doesn't Don get, Cheadle played, cause, yeah Because there's a lot of amazing roles in that particular movie and I don't think Don Cheadle gets his, his he does respect. It. He does. Amazing it. actor. Shout yeah. out Don Cheadle. So I think all of us in different respects have kind of seen behind the curtain, right? Of various entertainment vehicles, whether it be music videos, whether it be movies, whether it be TV. We've all have been kind of behind the curtain to see like what's really going on. Now, I've never been on the set of a porn no before. No, 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 no. But not at the same like time, a, not a real one, I've been in enough of uh, situations. <laughs> <laughs> I've created my own, but yeah. lights, well, cameras. <laughs> well, from from the, if I'm being honest, I guess in the very most technical. Well, does it become porn? Does it not become porn until you start selling it? Is that what it is? That's basically because yeah. I've been on video before. Because well, I had my own. But did you? But did you promote it? If you didn't promote it, actually, in a very most. Alright, so a little quick story. Uh oh, uh oh. So. Baby, if you're listening to them, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so back in like 04, 05, I went to Brazil. Rio de Janeiro to be specific. Uh -oh. And for Ooh. all the dudes out there, if you have never been to Brazil and you're not married, I say make it a point to go to fucking Rio de Janeiro. If you are married and don't want to be married anymore, go to Rio de Janeiro. Okay, I got you. <laughs> So we go down there. Bobby, I'm sorry. Pass me that bottle real quick because I think yeah, I'm going to need you. a drink with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. So we go down there. Thank you. So this is all my people from, from college. So I went to Howard University, HU. So um, we go down there. We went down there like maybe like seven deep. And, you know, this is the time where, you know, phones didn't have video cameras. You know, this is 04, 05. Yo, yeah, yes, guys, we are that old. Yeah. So I had a fucking camcorder. Yeah, like throwback, right? So, and everybody brought their own little you know, camcorders or whatever. So we go down there, and you know, I'm thinking about the camcorder in terms of this is my first time overseas. So I'm like, just gonna be filming stuff. Like we go into, we went to the Christ the Redeemer statue. We went to Sugarloaf Mountain. That's that iconic statue. Yeah, the iconic statue of Jesus with his with his arms yes. out. Yeah. yeah. So we went to that. Um, we went to Sugarloaf Mountain. And for those that don't know, Sugarloaf Mountain is a mountain range in Brazil that the, the, you have to take a cable car up. Yeah, like, but the, 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 the angle, the degree of the angle is so crazy 
that once you're once you're up there, you're literally with the clouds. That's how high the mountain is. How could is. you? How was the breathing up there? It wasn't too bad. Actually, we would. To be, if I'm gonna be really honest, we were so fucking drunk. By the time didn't, we you didn't even know whether. <laughs> all, all right, got you. At all, we were playing with the monkeys. There was a big sign: "Do not feed the monkeys." And you're feeding the, the monkeys. monkeys. Yeah, you were definitely. I was, yeah, I was chilling with the monkeys, man. I was drinking Gatorade. I would screw off the cap. Pour some Gatorade in the cap, pass it to the monkey. The monkey can take a sip. Pass me the cap back. <laughs> Thanks for fill it up, brother. I yeah, like that shit yeah. right there. Give it to me again. Exactly. Yo, they're smart as hell. They're, they're smart as hell. They're cool as fuck too. So anyway, <laughs> so I'm th- so I'm going down there. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, the women are beautiful down there. So obviously, I was going to indulge in that too. But I'm going down there with the camcorder, thinking like, oh, okay, all the tourist stuff we're going to be doing, I'm going to be filming to remember this stuff. So literally, the first night we're there. Like, or I should say the next morning after the first night we're there, we all meet up in the hallway because we all stayed on the same floor in the hotel before going down to the lobby just to kind of get the plan together for the day. And so there's about, like I said, there's about seven of us and five of us are talking about what we're going to be doing for the day. And two of us are in the corner laughing their ass off. And I'm like, yo, what is so funny? What are y'all laughing at over there? And he was like, yo, it's this video I made last night. So I'm like, what are you telling jokes in the video, in the video mm-hmm. camera? Like, what, are, what are y'all doing? He was like, nah, y'all, I was fucking this chick and I filmed it. You got to see this shit. And he was like, what? He was like, yeah, I filmed it. You got to watch this shit. And I was like, first of all, I'm not trying to see it there. That's number one. <laughs> that's, that's, that's number one, first and foremost. But number two, I'm like, yo, y'all are wildin'. Second day. The next person is like, yo, I had to film something last night, yo. So now it became a competition. Wow. So I'm like, you know what? I guess I'm going to be filming shit for the rest of the time I get I'm down it. here. I get it. So in that very most technical sense, that's why I was like, eh, might be porn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so really quick. So yeah. while we stay on topic, real quick. Yeah. Malik, in 30 seconds, give me your, your understanding on how porn is a positive and a negative. I actually give you a minute. No, 30 seconds. All right. So. Oh, you want to? I actually said Malik. No, 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 no. You said, oh, you mean, oh, you said in 30 seconds. You mean give it to him. Yeah, give it to me now, 30 seconds. Okay. So, I thought you were saying in 30 seconds. No, po- positive, it's, it always comes down to this is America, the, the money. You know, at the end of the day, you can make money. Obviously, the females and males make money differently, you know, which is unfair, but um, it's the money. That's the positive. The negative is that that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life. That's not. You can't so you're talking about from the porn person's yeah. perspective. What do you mean? You're talking about the whole aspect of influence oh, on all right, society. So, all right, so you know what? Hold on. Since I, this seems like it's going to get yeah, a little bit more in depth, after this break, I would like you to take your time, okay. get your thoughts together, and we're going to lead off right away with you. Okay. You're yeah. going to come in and you're going to tell us right away about you know the, the pros and cons. What I meant by the question was more about give me a pro to how porn helps oh, oh, and yeah. how it can Got be negative. Got that. All right, so we'll, we'll we'll jump into that once we come back from break. It's funny, I was gonna say that sort of time. You are listening to SNA Live, a podcast like no other. Back to SNA Live, episode number five, Smoke and Mirrors. So we left off talking about the subject of porn giving unrealistic expectations and possibly influencing not only relationships. But for society at large You know Ryan I think he wanted to chime in about something Yeah so really quick Before we get in there um, Normally I don't do this Throughout our segments But you know Since our pods have been So entertaining We've gone longer and longer There's been a switch So I did start off With my Viva La Vida oh, That's what was, I was gonna do Oh okay. look at Go that ahead. Wow oh, we, 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 We're here We're here Called Synergy We're here baby We're here brother So So Again Billy and Gus, great stick. I enjoyed that uh, the Viva La Vida. I, it, I worked it down all the way to the nub, like beyond the nub. So decided to throw into uh, a little bit of complexity. I'm now smoking La Coalition. 
Great cigar. Which slept is, on, slept on. I don't yeah. know why enough people don't don't know. You know what's funny, cigar. man? When we first tried this cigar, it was like this is the shit. Yeah, that's a great cigar, and, man. You know, for the most part, a lot of people we carry the smaller size here, so maybe yeah. that's what it was. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, we tend to get a big gauge crowd. Yeah, but this this like uh, this collabo between mm-hmm. Crown Heads and Drew Estate, yes. mm-hmm. this cigar was fucking amazing, man. Flavorful. Co- the cold like Colision, dope stick, man. If you never tried it, make sure you try it. You'll be able to. Try it out at Smoking Ashes 200 War Raven Drive, Teaneck, New Jersey. Oh, you talking about Smoking Ashes, that new cigar lounge? The hottest one in the Northeast? Yo, I've been there. Yo, Fridays is popping there. Fire. Yo, and there's <laughs> mad women that be oh, there. Oh, shorties that be coming through? Yo, it's it's a movie out there. That's <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. So, and so I'll talk about, I just lit another cigar. And just to say that Diplomatical was a great cigar, Mubacho, you did it again. Great cigar. So now I grab the. Uh, we don't. We do not carry this yet, but def, we definitely will be having it soon. Um, soon come. Soon come. Soon come. Um, it's also owned by a brother, a black-owned company, Epic Cigars. I'm sure any cigar heads out there, you've heard of them. I'm smoking the Epic Corojo. Um, I haven't had this in a while, man. Remember we we used to smoke. We smoke a lot of these back. In the yeah, we did. We did. We did. But this is a great cigar. So. Um, you know, shout out to Dean, Dean Parsons. Big shout out, Dean Parsons. Thank yeah, you for man. sending out the package, guy. And if, you, if you're watching a video and you haven't realized, this Diplomatico rum is definitely hitting us. So you can see we're getting a little louder and a little sillier right now. <laughs> 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 so just to just to pump the, uh, the the spirit that we smoking is also a great cigar. But um, to get to see your question, Ryan. But real quick, before you do that, because mm-hmm. I don't want to leave Conway out because he's still smoking. His, did you enjoy the transition throughout? Your, so your super journey fly, super fly, yeah. So the Superfly Once again It was a bigger gauge Than what you guys were smoking So I'm still smoking That's on why it. we had to go For another one And I'm going down to the nub Because this is an amazing cigar And it's going very well This is the first time I've smoked it with a rum mm, I'm okay. usually smoking it With either a with scotch, scotch Or, or, bourbon, or yeah. a rye bourbon Exactly mm-hmm. So it's going perfect with it Nice mm-hmm. nice So So, um, yeah, so to get into your jump question on it, yeah. The positives and negatives Of the porn industry So This is a Touchy, touchy topic, obviously, but listen, we we here to, to spit the for real. You personally, or just touchy in general? No, just, oh. just in general, because some people, some people have a certain perception, you know, on porn, and you know, it's a touchy topic. But again, here at SNA Live, we talk real, so you know, that's what we're gonna give you. So as far as the positive, I would say the positive is we've all, you know, we've for the most part, you know, thank thank God, we've all had a male figure in our lives. Thank you. And. As males, young black males, um, you know, you always have that talk, with, you know, with a male, whether it's your father, uncle, whatever, whoever it is, um, when it comes to sex. And obviously, when you I got a quick story about that, when you finish, yeah, at, at a young age, you don't, you don't, you hear about sex and people talk about it, and obviously, us being '80s babies, we experimented at younger ages, actually. Very. Let me stop that because these kids now is even even. I thought we kids. were bad. You're right we about that. Bad. These kids are straight fucking. Wow. And like, young, really young. Fucking. And that, that's that's and again crazy. and that's gonna gonna go to my topic. The positives and negatives. A lot more negatives than positives with that. But so I would say the positive is you you actually get to visually see what sex is. It's uh, granted. It's on the extreme Time level. Out. It's on the extreme level. I was, so, I was about to. Yeah. So wait a minute. So all right. Real talk. Nowadays, <clears throat> it's so much easier for these kids to see shit. Yeah, definitely. But when you're talking about you and your experience personally, I'm talking personally. So, definitely. but it wasn't Pornhub. 
No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't exist. Brazzers. No. It wasn't, you know, these sites. There, first, of all, first of all, there was no internet. There, yes. No, there wasn't. It was That's VHS. exactly what it was. There VH, were VHS tapes. Yeah. And obviously, you found these VHS tapes the same way I did. I found mine from I my dad's. I did. You know, my dad had a stash. Everybody's dad had a stash. I had, what? I had an older brother, so obviously, not only just seeing visually, I also used to hang around my older brother's friends, and they were older, and they were in their teens talking about sex. So I would hear it, and then when you first get that experience of actually seeing it visually on a VHS, again, going back to our age, you see it, and it's like, wow. Our 80s movies though Portrayed It it was real Sex like crazy It was real Like you know Down to the core Like I don't want to get too graphic Bushes Like like you saw bushes We've got Bush That's you a Revenge of the Nerds see, reference Yes it is Again so, 80's movies Yeah man So you, you saw you saw That was that, Booger by the you way You saw mm-hmm. sex at it's core But again like I said To preface on an extreme level So on that on In, in that aspect It could be positive Because you're like Alright so this is what sex is about Alright you studying and stuff Okay and then when you finally do it with whatever your experience is Everybody had their, their own You know Different experiences But I think it's more negative Than anything And I can say this From a personal perspective Again I'm just speaking For me um, It can definitely be Very detrimental To your sex life spe- Specifically When you when it's time To get married um, Because now You have this perception And obviously All of us We were all You know Single at one time And you know You experimented You did crazy stuff You wild out Like you said Conway's doing Porn videos in Brazil <laughs> You know what I mean Like you had your experiences And a lot of that Was dictated off of I'm gonna sit here Watching porn <laughs> Watching porn You know what I mean That's where you got These experiences On a negative aspect though Now when it's time To get in a relationship Your expectations Are here now Because you've watched Porn for so long That you think Alright I found my wife Or I think I found my wife Or I think I found my girlfriend And now you expect Sex to be like that Every freaking time You do it Alright so time out though Let's be real <clears throat> When you meet up with somebody, mm-hmm. whether it's your wife that you end up marrying or a longtime girlfriend, let's just be 100% blunt. Yeah. The sex in the beginning, it's extremely hard to find a partner that that sex maintains that same intensity mm-hmm. for a long duration yes, of time. Yes, yes. And there's a lot of reasons for that, yeah. though. It's not just one person or the other. No. It's time, it's jobs, it's life. life. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. life. Life changes shit. But, but again, once it, again, I don't have any kids yet, but I can only imagine kids being thrown into the mix. Forget about that shit. Changes it. Have if you ever watched kids. videos like when people make jokes about like being married and how quick it is to have sex? Like, yeah. You guys have to like figure out... like That's like the, the staples. It's, on your, it's on your calendar. Yeah. It's on your calendar. Well, not even just that. It's like, oh, shit, you're downstairs changing the, 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 the washer to the dryer. Hey, let's just get this quick little quickie and real quick yeah. while everybody's upstairs yeah. like I'm just saying though that's just yeah. where it goes to before it was elaborate with lingerie yeah. dinner yeah like you made love it wasn't just sex it was experience. you made love you know what I mean now it's like oh shit we only have like two and a half minutes between the spin cycle yeah. let's try to figure this out but <laughs> again porn can porn can ruin that because you just let's just say the night before you watched some crazy video where they was doing all types of crazy stuff now you get with your significant other and you like like right. in your mind you're like I want to do that crazy shit I just saw yesterday yeah. but it's not realistic. It's not realistic. You can't do some crazy shit every time you have sex with your with your significant other, the person you love. So that can actually ruin the relationship after a while because you have this, you've set this bar and this expectation from everything you've seen since you were 12, 13 years old, where they're doing all this crazy stuff and putting in holes that you never that only exist. <laughs> so now you feel like I right, I gotta do this, and then when you don't, it's like you're like, damn. You're like, damn! Like I did, I can't live up to, I can't live up to that expectation. No, I so, got you. 
as far as the negative, I understand can, what you say. It can ruin your sex life because no, again, you you have this expectation of I need to do this crazy shit in order yeah, for again, and, un- unrealistic expectations. Unrealistic I could flip that though too though. So at the same time though, it is something that you could see as a negative, right? But at the same time, if someone's sex life isn't up to par, mm-hmm. sometimes the porn will help subsidize that because yes. the person was yes. able to either bring the porn atmosphere into their bedroom or hey fuck it let's even watch porn you know let's do something together whatever it is or I'm gonna be Dick Rogers whoever this guy was today yeah. I'm gonna portray that yeah. inside the room so you know it can help too and you know what's funny too let's just be real you talk about mental health there are some people who are literally porn addicts yeah it's just like gambling you, you, it's you, an, addiction. You have an addiction was it um, not to put him out there like that but because I'm, I'm sorry if I'm incorrect in this person I'm about to mention. Did Michael Strahan say he was addicted to porn? I didn't hear that. I didn't hear was that. It, was more, it, was, more, uh, I know Kirk Franklin was. I was just, that's what well, I was going to mention. We know about that. I, that, I was going to mention that. was definite. Kirk Franklin. I thought Strahan was one of those people. I too. didn't hear that. I'm going to actually research that after yeah. this because I need to see a little bit more about that. But Strahan, mm. brother, if it wasn't you, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to fuck your life up. Yeah, no, 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 no. Dude, like, I know people personally where porn ruined their relationships. Like, I mean... So is it because of the expectation? It's the expectation. That's that's what it comes down to, is that you've set this bar and this expectation because you have all these visual thoughts of you watching porn so many times. Again, you got to remember, now when you're an, you're an adult, you're going back to the porn that you watched when you were 12, 13, 14 years old, and you're like, I want to try that crazy shit, but maybe... That other person, your, your partner, is not. It's like, listen, I just want to have sex. Let's just have sex, and you know, to keep our spike, you know, keep our life going, and spice it up. Why do we always have to do the? Because that's not realistic. You cannot do crazy, just the crazy shit that you see on porn. You well, can't do that. Every you time can you if your life allows you to. Allows you, it to be. And again, we have kids. Yeah, and you have, that's, if you that's have not kids, realistic. It, no, for that like sake, said, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not realistic in that sense. But again, so I feel that there is positives to it it's all on the person and their self-control the same way you drink you know when you can drink to have a good time and you can drink to get drunk the same goes to me with porn like if you take it to that level it just, it is my personal opinion where if i'm expecting you to be vanessa del rio is a fucking foul it's not true i'm not that's not gonna happen first of all first of all that's the goat right there <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> Vanessa Del Rio. I've seen Vanessa Del Rio in threesomes with two other dudes, and yeah. the dudes walk away like, "Yo, yo, they just got done she got dirty." Us. Yo, like, for real, I've seen some like, too. That was won. my I first just, one that I've seen. Yeah, I saw Vanessa Del Rio, and damn, what's this other girl's name? I can't even think about. It. I see Tracy. No, oh. Tracy Lords. Lords. Yeah, oh yeah. There you go. See, I, I was right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cinemax. That, well, I actually saw Real. Yeah, she like, did a real porn. One. porn. Yeah, yeah. So, um, again, these are on VHS tapes, and thanks, Dad. You were awesome for having those <laughs> And just so you know, I found them. Just so you know. So, though, if you carry that, 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 that mentality and that I'm expecting this person to be Vanessa Del Rio, real talk, do you really want your significant other to have had 80 cocks barreled down her throat yeah. to be that person? I don't think so. Mm, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, you're already walking in with a bad mental. Yeah, your mental is wrong. And vice versa. Like, yo, real talk. We're only talking about it from our perspective. Yeah. Like, what about the women? You know what I'm saying? Like, just about to like get at the same that. time, like, you know what I mean? So here's, Everyone ain't Lex Luthor, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so here's, here's what I was about to say. So, Or Lexington Steel. Lexington Steel. Lexington Steel. I, knew, I knew exactly <laughs> what you were talking about. I knew exactly what you were talking about. Everybody ain't Lexington so Steel. Stop. It, it basically boils down to even the positions and the angles that you see in porn, it's not for the enjoyment of the 
actual entertainers. It's for the enjoyment of the audience watching. Real talk. If so you hear them see, interview, they say that shit. Half so, of them said they don't really yeah. enjoy it. When you see doggy style, you can't even really do doggy style. Like They're at an angle where you can see insertion going on to maximize the, the, the visual. The, the, the visual, exactly. So the woman is not really enjoying herself. The guy kind of is because at the end of the day, you want some pussy, so it's feeling good. It's, it's acting, but, but it's acting at the end of the day. It's more acting on the guy too, though, because yeah. understand to maintain that shit. Drugs. Well, yes, yeah, that, that's that a big too. part of that's a big part Drugs of the industry and, and editing. Yeah, like well, we can't forget that's about what I was that. Gonna yeah, get come to. on, like, ladies, Cut. ladies, all right, get Stop. it back up, Freeze. No, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ladies, yeah. hold on, no don't dude come can yet. Go two and a half, three hours. I'm sorry, it's just not realistic. Yo, two naturally. and a half, three hours. What guy's really going an hour? Exactly. Let's exactly. be for real. Like yeah. that might happen once in a blue out of your lifetime. You and you know that experience when you've had it. But truth be told, your ass was probably extremely drunk. Or yeah. extremely high on some shit mm-hmm. to even go that full hour. Yep. So if you wasn't popping E, you didn't down. Well, no, you wouldn't have down whiskey because you probably would have had some whiskey dick. But you ain't. That shit's not realistic P- all the time. PEDs, just like in sports. Yeah, PEDs exactly. and sex. Exactly. Yo, real. It's not just yo. You was crazy, man. I worked when I worked at Conard. I worked with a lot of young dudes, and what was happening was the young dudes. Were the ones that were going out buying the Viagras and the Cialises because they wanted to make sure they sent the message when they had their date. So you got a, tw- a healthy twenty-four year old Taking already popping, yeah. and that shit is not healthy. Pills. Yeah, it's not healthy at all, at all. But to flip it, going from the woman's perspective, so once again. I mean, and let's just be honest. I'm not just trying to say Con Ed. Oh, everybody in Con Ed pop pills just to fuck. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. There's some good people over there, right? I'm just there's saying. Some, there's some non-drug users that There's some non-drug said. users that have been married a long time, and maybe they're happy. I don't know. But <laughs> just saying. Not everyone there was popping pills. I told you. So, hey, my yeah. guys know who they fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> so, from the female's perspective, like, let's just be honest. The viewing uh, demographic of porn is overwhelmingly men, yes. mm-hmm. right? So obviously everything that's being done is for our pleasure, not for the woman's pleasure in viewing. And because it's for the viewing pleasure of men, what's going on in the videos isn't for the pleasure of the woman that's even in the fucking video. Mm-hmm. So where you have like the, the she's upside down and the dude is pile driving her, you know, she looks mad uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. no chick is gonna wanna put up with that in real life. And the only reason the chick is doing it in the porn, she ain't paid for that. Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. She ain't paid for that, and she not, doesn't even enjoy it herself. And not exactly, getting, not getting paid as much as the man either, which is crazy. No, no, it's, no. It's, it's the flips. It's oh, flip. I'm sorry. Yes, Actually, it, it is flip. the flip side. The yes, chicks yes, make more than yes, the yes, men because yes. the women are the ones that draw everybody in. Yeah, exactly. Like nobody. Like once again, unless you're doing gay porn, that's when the well, guy yeah, becomes yeah, the yeah, fucking. Yeah, that's yeah. different. But for the the straight porn, um, it's for the viewing pleasure of the man. That's facts. So. The, the, the dude is like, he can look like, I mean, look at, name one of the most famous male porn stars. Ron Jeremy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ron Jeremy looks like You're a, Callan. a fifth grade, like, <laughs> math teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Real talk. So that, it's like, that mustache is crazy. That belly is crazy. That motherfucker's hairy as fuck. So it's like he's not ex- like women aren't exactly like ooh Ron Jeremy. But that's what made him such a, a an attraction. Yeah. Not like physical attraction. Yeah. yeah but that's yeah. what made people draw to him. Looking. It was he's just like looking. who's this dude? I I gotta see this shit. No way. If he can do that, I can do it. 
Well, no, you can't until you really see what Ron Jeremy was about. No, you can't do what he can do. Okay, that's just a fucking fact. So at the end of the day, it's like these women are on screen and they're not actually being pleasured. And the guy, once again, so the guy, you can actually physically obviously see him come or whatever. And once again, you're in some pussy, you're more than likely going to come. It's going to happen eventually. The women, on the other hand, are faking it throughout the whole entire thing. So what ends up happening is dudes see this and they're like, oh, that's the way the women are really getting off on this in the porn. This must be what women like. And women are probably sitting up there like, no, like not, 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 not at all. No, but like for the most part, the majority, it's not really happening for them. Yeah. And you that's could put my, she's like, you could put my leg behind my head for like thirty seconds. Yeah, exactly, that's really exactly. It. I'm gonna catch a cramp after that. Exactly. Or you're just getting too deep. <laughs> yeah, Let's just like, be realistic. Yeah. That's not pleasurable. Exactly, exactly. So it's like women. I get it in terms of, you know, and, and women watch porn too. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying sure they, they, do. They, they, they don't. I'm just saying, once again, you should. It's, it's geared towards men. First of all, if I mean for me personally, mm-hmm. right? If you're t- if you're so stuck up, that's like yeah, I don't watch that stuff. I, I can't fuck with you. You're too lame. I'm sorry. I, I, you, you are for, for me. To yes. No. No. Seriously. I'm not even disagreeing with you. I think like, I agree with you. Like I'm feeling the same like way. It's just like really. Like, so, Salik, when you said earlier, like you know, it's like a touchy subject. My first thought was, well, yeah, for like the square, like uh, uh, um, what's his face. Mike Pence type dudes mm-hmm. Like yeah like It's a touchy subject For everybody else everybody, First of all It's funny Porn is a Billion dollar industry It's one of the largest Yeah Billions of dollars But nobody watches porn Like nobody wants to admit Like oh yeah I watch porn The numbers whatever. don't lie but Exactly the re- But the reason why I can be negative Again I'm, Let's flip it From the female's perspective They can feel like Porn is ruining Their relationship Because again The man has this expectation They they feel like Every time they get In the bedroom They gotta freaking Live up to Vanessa Del Rio And that's not realistic Again going back To the topic It could be vice versa Or or, or, You know The the, the, the guy too The the next level of shit That's like popular now Squirting Where it's like Oh well Let's just be real clear With squirting Um, It's not cum it's oh, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the other, the, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fucking piss. Yeah, yeah. For you, if you don't fucking know that, then yeah. you really never made a chick squirt. But, yeah, but that's but that's like the the whole like what I was talking about about it's all smoke and mirrors, right? Yeah. Like it's all it's all for the viewing pleasure. It's not necessarily based in reality or even anal. You know what I'm saying? Like I think for the most part, dudes are just like yes, yeah, what chicks do. Like they just every chick. Just you know the that. preparation that goes in for those girls to prepare for those but that's roles. The thing, but you don't see the behind the scenes. Of course, what's yeah. happening. You just like oh, you just jam right in. And it's that's like, why we have a big misperception with porn in this country. Yeah. And if you can't separate yourself from you know what's real and what's fake, you have more problems than just being addicted to porn. And you know, again, I personally feel that porn's healthy. I don't know how you feel. Do you feel it's it's, it's a healthy thing? I feel like it's with many things. It can be, but if done to an, ex- an excess, which is with it, anything though. Yeah, ex- that's, like I said, like with anything, it could be extremely uh, unhealthy. And we're gonna just take a break and come back and wrap up with final thoughts. Yeah. So that was twenty minutes. You are listening to SNA Live. A podcast like no other. Welcome back to SNA Live, episode number five, Smoke and Mirrors. So we're going to wrap everything up with uh, final thoughts. Uh, We just spoke about the porn industry and how 
much like the music video, much like IG, much like MTV Cribs. You know, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all a show. It's nothing to look at and think, okay, this is real life. This is realistic. This is reality. Uh, and we're going to just get some final thoughts from Rita Hardway on today's topic. So I guess I'll start off. Um, I'll be very brief. I know uh, I would hope some of our listeners are a younger generation, but for the most part, I'm guessing most are a little older. This topic, I, I, I would say most of the older generation can kind of relate to. You might not be instilling these, these things that we're telling you as far as just understanding what's real and what's not, mm-hmm. but it's the younger generation that we really want to speak to. And just know that whatever you see on TV, that's, that's usually 80% of the time, maybe even 90% of the time that it's, it's fake. So just know how to decipher what's real and what's not and learn how to break things down and not just see it for what it is. Like you know, for an example, the whole, you know, when Ryan was talking about just working out and you see these guys, you know, guys and, and gals with, you know, these perfect bodies. A lot of the times- Quote unquote perfect bodies. Quote unquote, yeah, a lot of these-, a lot of these That's all perception. A lot of these yeah. guys and Some girls, people don't like shit that's muscular. Exactly. Like it's yeah. all to a person's yeah. liking. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, so just just know how to decipher and, and say and see what's real and what's not. Fat real. lives matter. <laughs> 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 so um, you know, and just again to the porn thing again, I gave my personal ex- my personal you know thoughts on it. And again, like I said, it, it, yes, it has some positive, but I think I think that it can definitely it can definitely tie into the whole ment- mental health issue of just people feeling like they have to be somebody that they're not. And that even goes down to you know middle school level of just sex. You know, feeling like you have to be a porn star. Not everybody's a porn star. Um, you know, your significant other, um, you know, just be, if just because you're not putting on a freaking show and, and a theatrical show in the bedroom, that doesn't that doesn't lessen you anyway. You know what I mean? Like maybe so some women again, let's let's be real. Some women might just like it. Regular sex and slow and nice. And that's what they like. You got to know your partner at the end of the day. Yeah. Don't feel like you got to live up to this expectation of what you see on the big screen. KYP. Yes. Know your partner. Know your partner. Know your partner. Know what, what it is that they enjoy. If again, some other some partners, they want that wild shit. They want the crazy throw me on the freaking, you know, hit my head on the on the and bed if you post. Find a partner like that, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they might like that, but again, like you said, KYP, know your partner. That might be the thing. But again, don't feel like because you don't you don't you don't have the uh the, the, the equipment that you see in, in these por- pornos and feel like you're less of a person. You know what I mean? He said equipment. Equipment, yeah. equipment. yes. <laughs> equipment, because that's what it is at the end of the day. So, um, again, that, that's just my take. Again, just be real with yourself, because, again, a lot of... We've, we've talked about this. We've touched on it briefly. We definitely have an episode just about, you know, the whole men- mental aspect of things. Those things can really mess you up mentally if you feel like... That's what you have to live up to. And that causes depression. That causes, you know, suicide to the worst effects. You know what I mean? So just be you. Be, be authentic. And again, tying it back into the porn thing, because that's where we ended off. You'll find that partner that takes you, that, that loves you and takes you for who you are. If you're not that porn dude, if you don't have the equipment, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then that person is not for you. Find, take your time, relax. You know, you'll find that partner who you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you know, you know, bond with, you know what I mean? So again, smoke and mirrors, like we said, the episode, 
Know what's real Know what's fake Next episode Episode number six Equipment Equipment <laughs> 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 Oh man Alright listen That took me a little bit I had to hold that in man I was really trying Not to laugh man I mean um, Cause you know What you were saying though Is true You know And um <clears throat> I'll jump off on you know on that same topic. Listen, um, the the best thing I can say right now for anyone out there is look, it's okay to look at things and to watch things and to see things, but understand that you're you, and the best version of you that you could portray out there is the best that you can do for yourself in your own personal life, for in your mental aspect. You know, from uh, you know, self-conscious, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Exactly, mm-hmm. correct. Just understand that we live in a time now that everything is fictitious. Mm-hmm. Things aren't real. A lot of plastic. There is a lot of plastic. A lot of surgery. I mean, oh, man. And I wasn't even talking about surgery. I mean, just like on a, on a superficial level. Have plastic. you seen though, like some of those shows, like Nip and Tuck and all that yeah, stuff? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know. Oh no, no, I was thinking about botched. My bad. Botched. That's what I'm actually. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Botched. With those two guys from Beverly Hills. Yes. Yeah. You'll see this beautiful person who was beautiful before mm-hmm. her 27 surgeries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's sad. And the sad. addiction of trying to look like, what are you trying to look like? Mental health, man. You know, I, and, and from a, a white person's aspect, right? Mm-hmm. The epitome of what, and maybe not just white people, because there's some people that like her that are not white. But anyway, people look at Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. as like the. Quintessential Beauty queen Exactly Yeah Marilyn Monroe Didn't have a six pack No Marilyn Monroe Didn't have Double D's Double D's She no. didn't have She wasn't toned No But She had some meat on her bones I have seen pictures of Marilyn Throughout yeah. the years She was a gorgeous woman Yeah, yeah. And she had some extra weight to her yeah. At periods of times yeah. And there was nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. You know At some point in time Usually the 80s I would say the 80s Really got bad with that Where It was Real slim Oh there was even A term for it Heroin chic That was a real thing Wow Yeah in the, in, the, in the model industry Heroin chic it was called. Wow Yeah So I remember the switch Because I watched movies From the 60s 70s I watched movies Older But you watched You know Through the progression You know You see now The 80s Everyone got this Heroin chic figure And then it just became a thing And if you realize too That's where Workout videos started And all this You know Craze Jane Fonda Richard Simmons Of the world The point is At the end of the day Guys Do your best Be your best At being yourself The aspirations of Trying to be like Somebody else You're already losing By trying to be Like somebody else Because you are already Amazing at being yourself And the more you put Time in To Try to be like that other person Whether it's a porn star A celebrity, a rapper Whatever it is You are taken away from the craft Of being you And by doing that You're doing a discredit to yourself To the people around you And honestly Because we don't know You can make change in the world You hurt the world by not being who you are So I do see the obsession with celebrities I do see the obsession with porn I do see the whole Misconception on how things are portrayed On the silver screen The faster you guys Come to realization that these things Are fake and that they're not what they seem You won't feel as bad About yourself per se You know per se And we're works in progress 
we're human beings. We live lives. We have stresses. Some people have health ailments. Mm -hmm. You know, at the end of the day, just strive to be the best person of you. And all that other stuff and that other noise won't even matter. Just don't get wrapped up in the idea of having to take 9,000 pictures to find the one that caught your chin the perfect way, your eyebrow the perfect way. Because speaking from a guy's perspective, we're three guys, you know? At the end of the day, we're three guys. And we have a lot of followers that follow us throughout, you know, social media. And we just, you know, we're always searching the net and the web because we stay plugged in. How many models do we actually do look at and you turn around and say, damn, that's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a majority of them. Yeah. Yeah. And the ones that you actually appreciate, like, look at this. She had all the confidence in herself to be herself. Yeah. And that's what made it more sexy yeah, exactly. than the one that was with 1.2 million followers and three surgeries in. And yeah. Alicia Keys is a perfect example when she did a no makeup thing. Well, Alicia Keys was beautiful from the minute she yeah. came out. Yeah. And she yeah. didn't have to come out showing, this, a bunch showing stuff. this stuff off because yeah. she yeah. didn't. Yeah. Yeah. She hit herself very well. Yeah. And she still was beautiful and sexy. Yeah. The problem though is I said, and for young guys that were from our generation, if you grew up in the 70s, 80s, particularly the 80s where the 80s where movies got a little crazy, yeah. your perceptions on relationships and stuff like that were misconstrued because of how they were portrayed on the silver screen. Yeah. Then you meet Susie, Sally, you know, Jennifer, whatever in your neighborhood, and the shit wasn't the fucking same. Yeah. So from young, you were conditioned to like and follow well, and- there was no real Susie and Sally's in our neighborhood. It no, there more, really wasn't. It was more Shaniqua's and Letitia's. Real talk. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. And for me, you know, it was, you know, uh, like- uh, Marisol. Marisol. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, at the end of the day, though, you know, we have perceptions of what we think things are. Yeah. And that's something that's deep-rooted. Again, it goes to a mental health thing. You yeah. were saying before how it can yeah. affect you. Definitely. Just understand that the things you see are not real. And the realer you could be with yourself, the realer you can portray yourself to everyone else. And that's the best thing you can do. Definitely. And Definitely. not just to try to sound motivational, but at the end of the day, guys, man, porn is cool to watch. Celebrities are cool to follow. Even with your sports figures and all that, you know, just take the good of the things that they do and, and, and build off those things, but don't try to portray yourself to be exactly what they are because then you're just trying to mimic something. When you mimic something, it's never a good thing. Just be yourself, guys. Yeah, exactly. Facts. And, and Facts. to piggyback off of that, it just boils down to just understand what you're watching and what you're consuming. Don't internalize it so much. Realize that the most beautiful thing in the world is that there's only one of you and embrace that. And, and, and I guess to just sum it up, everything that we're saying in terms of how people start to change the way they look and the way they feel about themselves based on images they're seeing, it all boils down to lack of loving yourself. So I guess what it boils down to... Self-lovery. Exactly. I guess what it boils down to is what we're saying at the end of the day, to sum it all up, love yourself. And on that note, it's a wrap for this episode. As usual, hit us up on the tab below for your questions and comments. For those listening on the podcast, hit us up on IG, Twitter, and Facebook at SNA Live Podcast. And as usual, in the words of Shirley Chisholm, if they don't give you a seat at the table, bring a folding chair. We out. Yep. Uh, good you have just been listening to the SNA Live Experience.